This podcast may contain offensive content. You have been warned. If you remember what Groupie was last up to, they pulled off the zaniest heist you can ever think of in Port Nianzaru, recovered a map, recovered some magical items from the Merchant Prince Jobal, and now they are making their way off into the sunset aboard uh, a, a pirate ship, a smuggling ship. It's it's going to be hard to say, but they've landed in Fort Belurian. Alethra has encountered an old, old school friend who... A bit of a ship romance, a bit of a rivalry. We're going to find out a little bit more about that, but I hope you guys have uh, been right waiting for this episode. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, there is a small, I got to apologize in advance, there's a small Tommy Wiseau impression I do later on that I don't know if that's good or bad, but it is a thing that happened, good or bad. We're just going to have to Tommy Wiseau it sometimes. But as always, Please don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Share it with your friends. Leave a rating or review. That'll help us out a lot and help make a better podcast for everybody. You can also find us on any app that plays a podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You will find us there at the Diecast Podcast. At Diecast Podcast is also our Twitter handle. So please give us, give us a follow. Uh, just use the hashtag Diecast Podcast. Uh, I know James and Tom uh, post... Uh, live play feeds you can get a bit of a spoilery type of thing if you do on the hashtag sometimes but send us a comment send us a question just talk some DD with us we would love to hear everything that you have to share how you're running your own tomb of annihilation module because the stories i've been following online have been fantastic but that is enough for me i will see you at the break group b fort Belurian. Being chased by people, being interacted with people. We'll see how this adventure goes down. All right, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, because I guess while we're saying this, is we'll probably come out in February or March. Uh, but it's, it's that time of year. It's Old news. Year. <laughs> Old news, everyone. It's still 2017. The world still sucks. Happy solstice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if, uh, how much better 2018 is going to be. Every year. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We're leaning into the Sorry about now. the nukes. <laughs> Ooh. Just lean into it. Nuka-Cola. Uh, yeah, so this is the Diecast Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. This is Group B. As they B is off. for best. Yes. One could say that. You didn't we see did. it, but there was a twinkle on my teeth there when I shot those <laughs> we'll, finger guns. We'll say that. <laughs> uh, so your last episode, you guys were in Port Nianzaru. You reclaimed your, your misappropriated map. Yay! Uh, where is the map? I uh, Alethra. Uh, I think that's probably safe. Has the map in the bottom of her backpack. You broke into. I have it over there. You broke into the <laughs> villa of the one of the merchant princes, Jobal. Yeah. Uh, you found. Hey, uh, by you, be specific. Oh, the Franklin. self-righteous uh, furball druid over yeah. here is the one who pulled off the greatest heist I've ever seen. Yeah, that's true. Spidered in, it was, spidered out, absorbed it all. It was better. There's a lot of potential there. You and I are going to talk. 
There is no potential there. <laughs> so much potential. Uh, you reclaim the map. You got like a couple of items. Ocean's Eleven up in there. Uh, you explored the, his, the city. Got some more history about uh, Rosnisi and all his doings. Mm-hmm. You went out and hired a guy named Iku. You went out and... It's uh, not a guy. Or I, guide. Yeah. Guide. Oh, a guide. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they identify as. They present there's, as female. There's lots of shape-changing in this world. Uh... You also went out and got supplies. You bought a dinosaur named Dungar the Breaker of Knees. I bought a dinosaur named we Dungar the Breaker of We are in the company of, of a dinosaur. And he is my loyal and boon companion, and we're going to have a great adventure together. Mm. You also Not in this city. Let's get out of the city, please, right now. <laughs> you also made uh, friends with a Han Solo type of gnomish captain uh, named Captain Ortime Swift of the Brazen Pegasus, which she claims has the fastest ship in these waters. And then... Said that a day that a trip that would normally take about 21 days would take her about three and sailed you away from Port Nianzaru as a red leather clad figure observed your boat uh, sailing away. Mm. You missed shooting at him. You missed shooting at him. She took you up to uh, Fort Belurian, which is the uh, Baldur's Gate kind of colony encampment at the north end of the peninsula uh, where you guys got off uh, to try and find work guides or work, uh, just getting out of the city, essentially. That type of uh, evasion. And then uh, you ended it with Alethra running into an old friend of hers, Ender Helder. Wait, you have friends? Well... Acquaintances. Yeah. <laughs> it was a icy reception uh, that uh, Alethra gave. Uh, oh, boyfriend, and, uh, I get it. I oh, feel ya. I, I am upset at the implication. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was just the sun was beginning to set as you got to the coast of Fort Bellurie and you got to like travel up away. But as the docks were busy uh, loading, unloading, you ran into someone called out, Hey, nerd! Uh, and we'll jump right back to there as it's uh, you guys are just getting off the boat. Uh, and uh, <coughs> it looks like Ander is uh, taking notice of Alethra and her compatriots. Ander, what are you even doing here? What does it look like I'm doing, nerd? I'm working. I'm an adventurer. That's what we do here. What are you doing here? I'm also adventuring. Well, yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Uh, so you're going you're to get like a, like a what, a, a C plus on that adventure now? After all your research? Oh, well, not all of us just did 200 push-ups to get their marks, Ander. Uh, when you major in push-ups, that's what you do, nerd. Like, and I see you got... Your parents must be very proud. <laughs> they, you know what? They are. They are proud. I worked hard at this stuff. Hey, Lethra, you want me to have Dungar stomp this guy? No, not yet. But I will keep that under advisement for future... <laughs> I shoot a look at Anders. <laughs> oh, right to my eyes, his eyes. He does not seem intimidated. He's also got uh, a guy uh, who looks like he's completely wrapped in, uh, in, blue, in blue leather wraps uh, with goggles over his eyes. He looks over and he's like, so th- this is a... Uh, yeah, don't trust her. She's... She she tries to pretend she's smart. She is not. She's. Uh, I am very smart. <laughs> uh, yeah. How many how many runs into the jungle have you done so far? Well, uh, oh, one one zero 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 zero. Hey, to be fair, intelligence is not the same thing as experience. Okay, just oh. everyone has to start somewhere. Right, right. I'm I'm waiting to hear a number that doesn't that doesn't start with a z. Well, we haven't been in the jungle yeah. quite yet, but yeah. we just got here two days ago. Yeah, that's 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 what I thought. And we already have a dinosaur. Have you got a dinosaur? Yes. No. Yes, we do. No, where's your dinosaur? It's on the boat. Yeah, a likely story. It's on the boat, guys. It's one of those boat dinosaurs. <laughs> like, Wait, our you... dinosaur is on a boat. 
Yeah, but it's right there. We can see it. We can't see theirs. The implication ah, is that they yes. don't really have one. I do not see your dinosaur, sir. Yeah. Our book kind of Rather weighs down. go and see the dinosaur and resolve. No, that's not the point of this story, Penguin. Okay, look. Look, buddy. Why don't you just get out of our way and let us continue with our business, I'm just okay? giving you some advice. She's going to get you all killed in that jungle. I've been in a couple of times. It ain't all kobolds and goblins and stuff. No, there's some serious stuff that goes on in those goblins. Yes, there are several uh, very dangerous plants that I've seen. Yeah, see, this 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 guy gets it. He's a furbolg. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can tell. He's, he's pretty big. <clears throat> I am well, quite large. Well, I mean, they probably, undead monsters probably just haven't eaten you yet because you're so big and stupid. She points at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, trying to back you up here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got it. You're, what are you even doing in that jungle? Like, you're going in with no knowledge whatsoever. Like, oh, I have been doing a lot of research, I'll have you know. Yeah, I'm sure you have, having your face buried in a book. Should... Elthra, don't be baited into telling this idiot <coughs> what you've learned. That's what he's trying to do. I see your game, pal. Trying to milk the brain meats out of my friend here. Well, it's not going to work. Uh, I got some news about your friend's brain meats there. Meat's gone bad. <laughs> Spoiled meats. Mm, I could well, I can cast purify food and water. <laughs> it's like I'm sure the zombies will love you, sir. <laughs> Perhaps they will. So, well, where in the jungle have you been? If you're such a jungle expert, then Ander. Well, I've been to the undead regions, and you know what? I'm not gonna tell you where I've been. Isn't because... that like the whole friggin' jungle? The whole jungle is infested with zombies, right? What part of the jungle that you just described? Does that not... Yeah, you, you don't even know the name of it, do you, Ander? The name of the jungle? The Cholton jungle? No, no, like the region you were. You know what? As long as we're being so squidgy about information, I'm not gonna... You know, in fact, there are worse things than the undead in that jungle. So, I'll tell you what. As soon as you stop hearing animals, be really goddamn worried. Mm. This is good information. It's like, Salazar, let's go. And he just kind of like... The guy, the, the yeah, that's right. Goggles, keep walking. Yeah, he doesn't even give you uh, eye contact. He just keeps walking right by. That guy looks so cool. Did you see those goggles? I want to yeah. get some goggles like that. I, I couldn't say anything. I was just so enamored with those goggles. No, seriously. Yeah, anyway, I, I take it you know that dickhole. Yeah, we went to school together. I beat him once in a competition. He never got over it. Mm. It was not a push-up competition. No, no, no. I uh, well, I. I mean, it was like a, a dueling thing, and I beat him in points, because, like, it's hard to push that guy. But I beat him in points, so, like, that's what all that really matters. Uh-huh. Yes, more points. Yeah, yeah well, I won points in the fight, so... Well, that's, that's good. That's great. Um, good right. job. I'm sure those points will keep you alive in the future. Yeah. Well... They seem to be doing a lot of good when you were <laughs> confronting him just now. Yeah. I didn't expect to see him here. I wasn't prepared. Maybe you should have put those points in the Intimidation. That didn't come with my background. <laughs> uh, Durant, you see uh, Captain uh, uh, Captain Swift came up and he's like, uh, and in these guys like, can I have a quick uh, quick convo with you, real? Wait, with me? Yeah, this is oh. all, it's all in these scan. Oh, in these scan. Yeah. Okay. Eggley <laughs> Attenley. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Durand uh, sidles off with the uh, the captain to the side. It's like, so I notice you've got yourself uh, this this big old dino here. Saddlebags. It's very impressive and very beautiful. Uh, I was wondering if uh, you wanted to engage in a little bit of 
business. What kind of business? Well, we have some things on the boat that needs to get up to the fort. Uh, We're going to the fort. Yeah, I know. Isn't that a great coincidence? Uh, so I was thinking, what if we just waive your travel fee, and then you just bring your dinosaur to the back of the inn up there, just leave it up there and say, it looks like it's going to rain. Wait about a minute. So when am I supposed to say this? When you get to the back of the... But how do they know when I'm going to be getting there? I mean, it could take us a variable just, amount of time to get there. They're just listening for... for they're the just phrase. waiting for somebody to say that it's going to rain. Yeah. What if it actually rains? It doesn't matter, as long as someone says just it. Just as long as someone says yeah. it. What if someone says it because it's actually raining? Then they'll come out and discover that there's no dinosaur out there. Or there's no package. Right, this seems like a foolproof plan. I'm in. Yeah, don't trust me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Tell you what, I will waive our transportation fee, and we'll even wait around an extra day for you when we drop you off. Well, that's so kind of you. Wait, aren't you dropping us now? Now we're gonna—they're gonna take you to. The gonna, uh, we're they're gonna drop us off at a, a ruin after this because we, mm. we we have to get out of this city within 24 hours because uh, we are definitely being chased by Joe Ball. Mm. Good point. Yeah, just bring bring your beautiful beast of burden up behind the the inn. Say it, it looks like rain. And then what? They're gonna like they're throw gonna, us a package. They're gonna come out. They're gonna take something out of the saddlebag, and this is delivery. Yeah, this is delivery. No problem. I deal in deliveries all the time. Perfect. Uh, so this is why I went hands. to you. This is why I went to you. All you gotta do is bring that beautiful beast up. Looks like rain. People will come out, collect the package, and you're good to go. Gotcha. See you soon when we get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you notice that uh, as you're having this conversation, the package has already been loaded in one of the saddlebags. Excellent. Efficiency, I like that. Uh, and so uh, you guys make your way up to the hill to walk up to uh, to Fort Bullerine. Uh, as this, the, the blues and purples of the night sky begin to come up, uh, you follow this big, long, winding path of, uh, of torches. And you come upon... Okay, as we're going up the winding path, I inspect what they put in the saddlebag. Uh, it is a wrapped package. Wrapped how? Like it's been bound with like cloth and twine and stuff like that. How, how, how big is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. And what shape is it? Uh, it is looks like it's square. It's like the size of a small suitcase. Can I roll to see if I can see and noticing looking in there? I'm going to use a sleight of hand as I'm inspecting the saddlebags. I want to do it on the down low. Um, I'll say yeah. you, you don't need to roll sleight of hand to inspect it. But if, well, I'm handling it. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. It up, I'm oh, looking yeah. at it. I just want to do it in a subtle way that like people aren't seeing. Uh, I'm going to say if you use your passive perception because you don't know. Oh, okay, it's actually. 15. Yeah. Ooh, your passive perception is 15. Yeah. Oh shit. You picked the wrong. I a critical one. Oh. <laughs> you see, you don't know how he did it already, but Duran is already handling something in the saddlebag. What is that, Duran? Just some supplies that we picked up. Uh, that's a deception roll. <laughs> oh, so that, that's uh, insight? Insight, yeah. Insight. Uh, 18 plus 6 is 24. Ooh, I... Mm, yeah, this, they seem like supplies. Package, oh. Well, that's Just good. inspecting, making sure that everything is watertight in case we get rain Dread, stop filling with mm. the supplies. They're good. All right, yeah. all right. You aren't trying to steal I the supplies for yourself, I wrap it back up. I bind it safely in the, uh, the saddlebag <laughs> and cinch it shut. Mm. Better not stole any jerky. I want some of that. <clears throat> oh, there's plenty of jerky. But okay. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good I toss some uh, jerky to Mercy. Oh, jerky. So good. Uh, as you guys make your way up the hill, uh, you see the flag of Baldur's Gate flies over a wooden stockade. This whole structure sits atop a 10-foot hillcock, the sides of which are shaved vertically to make them steep and difficult to climb. The fort's main gate faces west. On the eastern side of, of the stockade, a tall, hole of a, command, tall, a tall keep holds commanding view over the surrounding wilderness. And essentially, it's uh, much mm. like Port, in comparison to Port Nianzaru, where 
the city was built into the landscape and built to adjust to the natural landscape of, of the area. This has been something that's been cut out and forced the jungle to wrap around. <coughs> it's about 100 feet just clear cut in every direction. And you, it's it actually feels a lot like, especially for Duran and others who've been from Baldur Gate, it actually feels like home. It's very tall, yeah. narrow. Kind of smells like home. Uh, mm. You actually see uh, guards at the front who are actually wearing like plate armor, like uh, the front of the palisade. And it's, the city watch. Yeah, it seems it's it does it has a very much more watched watched presence mm. at Fort Bluring than you do have it at. Um, Important means are it feels like this has been cut into the jungle as opposed to adapting to its topography in Port Nienzara. Iku, have you uh, been here before? She's like, I, I've been here a couple of times. It's it's not exactly the, the most friendly of places. It's it's efficient, it's surviving, and it's thriving well, but uh, it's not my favorite place. Unfriendly, thriving? Mm-hmm. Sounds just like home. Nature will soon take it back. You cannot carve into nature like this yeah, and there, expect to survive. There are tree stumps everywhere yeah how long has the city been here or this port i guess she says uh it's been fort balloon is rather new it's been here maybe a couple of years at most oh very it's uh baldur's gate is looking to expand its territories and to to be frank uh there's really port nianzaro can defend itself but it can't enforce anything else inside the jungle so if fort if baldur's gate wants to come in and just take a swath of land there's not a lot. If they can survive here, then they're probably going to take it. Unlikely that they will survive. Hmm. How does how does how do the people of Portney and Zaro feel about the, this uh, this fort? Well, a lot of the merchant princes, some of the merchant princes don't like it because it cuts into competition, and some, I my own personal face, some are working with them because it's it's another trade outlet that they can use and it's sharing of information. So it's hmm. it's a it's a mixed reaction, but it's uh, you know. It's it's a uh, it's people trying to eke out a living somehow. Hmm. Respect. Yeah. Uh, as you come up, game to, recognized game. Game recognized game. <laughs> uh, healthy competition, as it were. Uh, as you come up to the front gates, there is a woman in full plate standing there. Looks like gray armor. And it's very unusual from what you've seen in Portnians are where people wore light garb or light arm like the guards wore light type of mobility type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time you've actually seen someone decked out in full play, just kind of standing on this compact dirt um, mm. as you come to the front gates. must be boiling. Uh, I, um, it's really hot in my chain mail. <laughs> Let me I'll tell do you. An investigation just to see if I recognize maybe if it's a paladin or, if, you know, maybe from a separate yep. room or something like that. I'll say investigation with wisdom. With wisdom? Oh, okay. Uh, not so great. <laughs> that's, then that's not How is your intelligence compared? <laughs> oh, God. No, three. Three? three. I, she wears plate. Look, I could be... Just about anything. Uh, you do see a couple of, uh, on the inside, you see a couple of flags of the Order of the Silver Gauntlet. Okay. On, just inside the palisade. Um, and as you come up and she says, uh, she's like, welcome to Fort Ballurine. Uh I assume you are, uh, she looks at you and says, Alethra, Fanquin, Mercy, and Durand. Hi. That's very good. Uh, excuse me, how do you know that? Well, we deal in information here. And when adventurers come into the fort, we like to make sure they have a proper welcome. Mm-hmm. And we also like to make sure that they know the rules so they stick by them. And Big them. fan of rules. Really want to know them all. Hey, man. He called uh, us adventurers. I, I actually really do want to know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can get along with it. We're fine. 
Uh, if you follow me, I will introduce you to the Fort Commander, uh, and she will explain everything to you, make sure that everyone's on the same page, and uh, we abide by structure and order here. That's how we survive up here. This is a very dangerous place. It may look safe here, but it is maintained by discipline mm. and ferocity. It must take great efforts to repel the nature that so desperately wants to rend this village into the ground. She looks at you and with a very cold looks like it's not the nature we're worried about. Mm. Well, you should be, because nature's very strong. She's like, yes. She pats the, the, the wooden palisade. She's like, it very keeps us, keeps us safe. It's tree bones. Everywhere tree bones. It's like, the tree <laughs> bones are keeping us safe. It's, it's called wood. It's like the primary building material for like all sentient races. For everything. Mm. Uh, she brings waste you waste of time to build what nature will soon rend us under. <laughs> she brings it's you into a the big ray of sunshine, aren't you? <laughs> she brings you into the fort, and there's actually not many permanent structures. The walls, the uh, the outpost, and the the Bailey fort at or the Bailey command post at the back appear to be wooden dug deep uh, into the ground. The rest are built on tents. You'll see some structures have like wooden sides, but have a tent canvas uh, structure over top of it. You see like a small little market area. Uh, you can see actually what appears to be like a jousting lane. Uh, and you can see various different um, factions that uh, you don't recognize from Baldur's Gate. You can see uh, the Emerald Enclave has an outpost here. The Order of the Silver Gauntlet has a very small outpost here. And you imagine that where you see the obvious stuff, the unobvious stuff, like uh, like a couple of like the more underground networks would probably be here as well. I'm going to keep an eye out for uh, any symbols in uh, Thieves' Camp that denote like where the local uh, guilds or whatever. Uh, yeah, you don't even need a perception check or, or oh, sorry, guilds. Um, well, any kind of any kind of symbols in Thieves' Camp that would denote like here's where shady shit gets. Yeah, uh, so you you actually see what appears to be like a large. It looks like the walls are made of like just like um, plywood with a big brown canvas top, mm. and it looks like that's like the uh, the the quote unquote inn or drinking establishment inside the fort. And you can actually see carved into the wood. It just says in Thieves' Camp deliveries around back. That's what we're looking for. Um, you can see, uh, yeah, you can see uh, areas to grow food, uh, and you can see various people just milling. It looks like there's like a small little community on the inside of this mm. fort, as you see. Um, uh, I asked the commander, um, can I uh, go park our dinosaur, or should we take the uh, the tent and tour first? Uh, she says, uh, Liara wants you to meet with her first before. I, again, I just, you know, I imagine you don't want me to bring the dinosaur with us, so can you, I go... You can, you can leave it out front of the of the bailey when we get there, and you can tend to whatever you need to. We are first. Yeah, yeah, Durham, let's go, go meet the commander. All right, yeah, let's go. Uh, as you come in, uh, she up to the main uh, command area, you, it's a kind of like a round building with an, with an open uh, kind of like uh, circle, or an open uh, kind of like the, the middle of the building's open up so like air and water can drop it and keep a flow going about and you can see this place is busy there are troops and armor everywhere you walk by what appears to be like an animal paddock it has uh dionychuses which are essentially large velociraptors and hadrosauruses and it looks like they're all either saddled up or leashed and collared and it looks like they're well maintained uh she brings you up aspiring look at all these fat happy dinosaurs i bet they're very well fed penguin she says actually these are our best modes of transportation through the jungle <coughs> If you bring a horse out here, then you are just asking for a disaster. Dinosaurs, I say in beast speech. Hmm. How are you? I am Penken. Nice to meet you. It looks like it's feeding time. And Is they he are... just roaring at them? Yeah, he's like, roaring. He does this sometimes. Um, he has a condition. 
Yeah, it, it's called... You could hear him when he speaks whale. <laughs> it's called too much attachment to nature, as it were. Mm. Uh, you get up to the main office of... Um, Make any friends? They were <laughs> distracted with food. They are simple creatures of simple desires. But they could crush a human without a thought. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is the more you know. Where did that sound come from? Do we need to pause it? Uh, I have it muted. I don't know why. You have it set to go through do not disturb. System really level is there. No, this is really important, Ding. <laughs> you really got to know this. All right, I will just edit out. Um, you come in and you see this uh, brown haired woman. She looks like to be in her mid 40s. One of those spaces where it looks like she's probably spent most of her life in a command tent or on a battlefield somewhere. Uh, she also wears uh, a similar dark gray armor. It looks like she has a stack of paperwork about two or three feet high in her desk and she's just filling out forms and, and whatnot. Uh, and she, as you, you're led into the room, uh, uh, Castellan actually just closes the door behind you and she puts down her quill, looks up at all of you, crosses her her. her her armored hands together and says, so, uh, you are the jokers from Port Nianzaru I was told about and told to be ready to be expecting. We're not really from there. We're just passing through. And may I say, you are a sight for sore eyes, madame. Yeah. yeah I... <laughs> Let me tell you what. Sugar and confectionaries are rare are rare up here, and I don't need any of your, uh, your sweet talk. I just it. can't help reacting when I see beauty. I'm sorry. I will t- try to keep it to a minimum. Yeah. Well, thank you for telling me exactly what to watch out for. So, welcome to Fort Valyrian. We have rules here. Mm-hmm. We know you're adventurers. We know you're going off into the jungle to pursue whatever foolish folly that you're going after. Uh, let me introduce a couple of rules to you very first. Anything east of the Tiriaki River, that's Baldur's Gate territory. That belongs to us. Great. Hometown proud. It belongs to nature, but... I assume you mean you enforce your rules there. Yeah, well, nature didn't put up their flag. We did. Nature needs no flag. Well, in the books, it does. It belongs to it belongs to Baldur's Gate. Second, if you are going to go adventuring into the jungles, you will need a charter of exploration. This is your little legal pad of you're allowed to explore here. What this does, it gives you permission to explore in our terrain, explore in our areas, and you must share all treasures and antiquities you found with Fort Bullerine and Baldur's Gate. When you say share, what do you mean exactly? Half. Half of what we find. Like in a sheer monetary value or like say we find like, you know, five goblets. Do you get three of them and we get two? Like how does that work? We will work out what that would need to be because we see various art pieces, various pieces of antiquity. But you have to declare whatever you find as you come back through. My favorite words, open a negotiation. Will you share in our sorrows then as well? If two of us are killed, do we kill two of you? No, no. He took that to a really dark place. Yeah. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Third, as you're in Fort Bullerine, you'll be, and you follow the rules, you will be open to some of the privileges that Fort Bullerine has to offer. We will give you shelter. We will give you food. If you do not abide by any of these rules, we throw you on the other side of the wall and let the knight take you. Which knight? Tough but fair. Don't break the rules. Don't steal anything. Don't start a fight. Hmm. It's misunderstood, everybody. And she looks, she pans her 
Panzer Walker rap or Panzer Eyes or whatever the room. I think it would be I good for us to each it. individually take this promise. I promise not to steal anything. How about you? Alexa? You should probably extract extra oaths from that guy not to, like, you know, tear down any fortifications or, like, surrender the fort to the wild, because he would probably do something like There's that. There's no need for me to aid nature in its inevitable dominion over this small place. See what I mean? Just don't mess with the walls. I would not mess with your walls. For nature will soon take them herself. Yeah, you, you must be new to the jungle. You, you don't really know what goes on here, do you? I know the jungle well. Right. It's fearsome and unstoppable. Well, that that, that unfortunately is true. Mm, uh, I do know it. If the, guards, <laughs> if the guards command you to do something, do it. Mm. We have very strict regulations and policies on what to do when things happen. What if the guard commands me to tear down the wall? The guard will not do that. But what if he did? He won't. <laughs> If he did, you would probably have to do it. Okay, then. Guards first, wall second. This uh, charter of exploration, does it cover the entire island or just the areas that you have claimed? Just the areas we've claimed, but we are expanding. Hmm. I, I see. Uh, but, like, if, if, you, if we sign the contract now, but we don't know it's yours later, like, how, how, how do we, how do we, we navigate that? We have patrols out in the jungle that offer security and aid to adventurers who get lost, injured, or need some, some help. Yeah, uh, you must present your charter to to them, or else you will be fined. Right, and left to the night, I presume. Yes, and let me tell you, uh, outside the walls, the guards are maybe a little bit more more free with what they're going to interpret as find. Hmm. F I N E D for those of you who oh, like wow. homonyms. <laughs> I miss Fred Mercy. I like her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You look over at Iku, Iku does not seem happy to be in her presence right now. Mm. Have you noticed how Iku looks super uncomfortable? I say this to Lethra. Oh, not until now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. those are super awkward. Those are the rules of the fort. Do we have an accordance? A-okay. Excellent. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't going to steal anything. We're all on board, Captain. Great, so Perfect. enjoy the fort. Uh, remember to fill out your charter. We do have guides that operate exclusively out here. Uh, and, uh, no thanks, we've got one already. Yeah, she 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 looks like uh, she looks like a, an explorer of the jungle. You see, kind of Iku just kind of curl her her lip a little bit. She does not look again, not looking amused to be in the presence of uh, of Liara. It's like very well. Remember to fill out your charter. Uh, also, because you are adventurers, we do have an open bounty right now. Uh, mm. If you bring in the head, perk up. If you bring in the head of a ghoul or a ghast, we can offer you a reward of 20 gold pieces for helping clear out the undead in the jungle. Per head? Per head. <coughs> what if the head is damaged during transport? Is like half a head worth half a reward? It will still be worth 50 because we know that ghoul is dead. Oh. I guess they'd make sure that like the halves don't match up, Perhaps. so then they would just count it as one. Hmm. Okay. But if you bring in a bag of heads for ghouls or ghasts, that's 20 gold... 20 gold a bet. 20 gold a piece? Call us the Ghoul Busters. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty uh, ghoulish work. Oh. Mine was, mine was better. No, I thought mine was better. Well, they are as good as Gould? Get out of my office. <laughs> I see that now why you call this the Joker. I like where you're going. <laughs> the Jokers. 
Is that the name of our group, the Jokers? Do we have to wear, like, war paint? Uh, I linger behind, I flash her my most winning smile, and I say, I just have to let you know how compelling I find strength and authority in a woman. She, you see her, uh, has her head down towards the work, and just kind of, like, waves her hand. Hold another one. (laughs) (laughs) I miss having Lucky so much. (laughs) You see her look up and says, I... Pray to your own devices that you do not find yourself back in my office again. Get out! Mm. I'll be thinking of you. I won't. Man, you really don't understand women, do you? Well, you know, if you miss 100% of the shows you don't take, I'm, right? I'm going to go and walk with the left one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah you are, me too. You are free to do what you want in the Fort in Fort Valerian. Oh geez, uh, it's kind of it's kind of nighttime. It is. Uh, the, the well, just how about you guys go get yourself settled, have a look around. I will take care of the uh, the dinosaur, get her settled up at the inn, wrangle up some rooms, and we'll meet up for dinner. How does that sound? Mm. Dungar, I'll say this to me, Dungar. Mm-hmm. Please be safe and call me if you need anything in the night. I will hear you. It's like okay, I should be okay though. Thank you. I'm making new friends. Okay, great, great. All right, I'll lead Dungar uh, back to the inn, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to head around the back and uh, park her uh, behind the window there, I guess. Yeah, the uh, what you call an inn, it's again... <laughs> like a, a half-tent shack it's made of plywood? barely a structure, but you do hear revelry and kind of like conversation going on in the inside. <clears throat> it sure looks like rain. Uh, as soon as you say that, you see the canvas flap open up, and you see this half-orc and kind of like a bloody like uh, apron with a meat cleaver in his hand uh, he comes out kind of like <sniffs> sniffs and snorts at you walks over I point at the right package looks in takes the package out walks back closes the flap alrighty then I'll uh, lead the dinosaur around to wherever you birth dinosaurs uh, they're <laughs> they have like a stable or like an area where you can tie them up and they're pregnant no, B E R T H. More hominins. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, you do uh, see that there O-G-Z is a, a gypsy field that has some stables that actually do have horses uh, there. It looks like there's a guy running the. Uh... Hello, my good man. Uh, how much to uh, look after our uh, our mount for the night? He's, he looks at me. Oh, it's it's free in here. If you're inside, part of the services. Yeah, what a fine establishment this is. Please take care of my friend Dungar here and feed him only the best. It's like, oh my goodness, he's a big boy. Okay, uh, we may. Yeah, no, it should be fine. It should be fine. As you look inside the stables, you notice that there's uh, slots for maybe like a whole cavalry worth of horses, mm. and there's only like two or three horses actually stabled in there. And you notice that they have, they do on the on the side flanks of their. Um, of their decoration are like the big silver gauntlet hands on mm. the side. He's, you see, he actually he he looks to be quite compassionate and and caring towards the horses, like grooming them, feeding them. It looks like he actually kind of like uh, give me an inside roll, yeah. Okay. I am not great at that. I got a ten. Ten, perfect. Uh, it's exactly what you need. And you notice no. he, he actually has some like some like empathy and some deep uh, feeling bad for these horses. Feeling uh, bad for the horses? Yeah. Oh. Uh, my friend, I, I I can't help but notice you seem a little troubled. What's on your mind? He says, "Well, this people who bring horses down here—it's just—it's a terrible mistake. Like the, the jungle is not built for them. There's no—it's not flat. It's it's not open terrain. It's not what a horse needs to live. And it's so hot and so humid. They're just not a 
it's not a horse-friendly environment, I guess. Well, you what say. are they using it out here for? Do they actually ride patrol into the jungle on these things? Uh, well, the Fort Balurian guards don't. They they get smart and ride dinosaurs in because you know if you need to cut a path, a dinosaur is going to cut it for you. Oh yeah. These are those idiots with the Order of the Silver Gauntlet bringing their horses down here, thinking they can just ride anywhere they want. Oh, and how many of those guys are in town? Uh, in town here, uh, maybe a handful. They're all trying to get down to their, their outpost down down south in the river. Uh, on their great crusade to fight the undead, as it were, Laden. They picked a pretty good place for it. I yeah. mean, hey, no I, shortage of targets, right? He's like, between you and me, I don't think anyone is... That's, that's an endless crusade. There's... It's constant undead out there. It's, well, at least it'll keep him busy. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you sacrifice a couple of horses along the way that don't need to be sacrificed. Like, don't even bring him down here. It's such a ridiculous idea. Just do some research. Do I see where you're some, coming from. Have some foresight. I feel you, man. Paladins, you know. Yeah, they once they get an idea in their head. Yeah, they they came in here not too long ago. Just kind of tearing. Oh, we built the we beat the cult of the dragon. It's all gone. We. We fought at the Well of Dragons. We know everything that's right about the world. And then into the jungle they go, and who knows what's happened to them after that. It's, it's, those guys are idiots. I hear you. Hey, you want to play a couple rounds of dice? I, <laughs> I don't gamble, thank you. Oh, do you know anybody in town who does? Is there a place for that? Uh, probably points over to like the, the, the tent inn that you just came from. Right, right. Yeah, they seem like kind of a rough bunch. Something for more refined company. Well, honestly, currency is not really a, a thing here. What? Everything's taken care of. So, but who has the gold? Oh, we are probably, as he points up to the Bailey. All the gold? Well, I mean, like, if you take away the need for people to be greedy in a fort, then you have more disciplined troops. So everybody who needs to buy something has to go through her? No, you just... Add, well, I mean, like... You, you, How does the market work, then? Oh, well, there's like, there's like a small bank, but it's up in the Bailey. Like, all the money is up there. Right. Like, like you get you get your pittances. There's a barter system. It's it's essentially it's it's to keep the troops in line. It's made so that you don't. So how do you buy things in the market? Uh, you barter with it. You can get some of your pay, and then most people just keep their stuff in the bank because money's not really needed. I mean, like adventurers come in and they spend their they spend their gold here. Like those 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 mar like those and like you look over. It's like even smaller. Uh, it's a smaller area than even the smallest market in Portland Zara was. Um, it's like they all they all pay a rental fee to to sell up here. I see. Well, thank you for your time, my good man. Uh, to say, please again, take good care of Dungar. Yeah, it's like no problem. You like pass him. I give Dung, Dungar a friendly pat on the nose. Can I make an animal handling roll to try and befriend him? Yep. It's, I have a zero. Basic in animal handling. Luck. Basic ten. Two. Two. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you see that uh, the the stable keeper already has like fruits in his hand, and Dengar is just kind of like happily stomping his feet. And okay, buddy, good stuff. Just remember, <laughs> I brought you here to this nice man. Who's the owner again? Okay. <laughs> see you soon. Um, Alethra, uh, as you're out in the, the foyer, you see the Castellan lady who greeted you at the door. She comes up and is like, uh, "By the way, there's someone at the inn who wanted to talk to you." You and your group talk, 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 talk to us. Yes. Um. Did 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 you catch their name? He didn't give one, but he let us know you guys were coming. Oh, that's that's very mis well. Thank you for the information. Uh, he's he's at the only like she does like the air quotes like the only private table that you can call private in that establishment. Is is there a name I should ask for? I don't know. He didn't leave one. Well, thank you. For, 
I guess we should go meet this man who knows who we are and we don't know who he is, Vanquin? Uh, wait, first I want to check the market for a helmet with gear horns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the market's actually closed right now. People oh, it's closed. Yeah. People are taking disappointing. down their, their booths and stuff. I, Does I, anyone here sell a helmet with deer horns? No, it's past selling hours, so we're not allowed to sell past uh, past uh, sunset. Well, I'll come in the morning then. <laughs> <laughs> not here, you won't. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? Uh, well, let's just say that your basic vices are not allowed here. Vices? Vices. You mean social indulgences? I just want to buy a helmet with deer horns. <laughs> and I'm looking for a bow. <laughs> Come back in the morning. We're we're big on not pissing off. We are. Okay, we'll see you in the morning then. I don't understand why they can't just sell at night. That just seems inefficient. Well, it is night is the time when nature wants us to sleep. Perhaps it is good that they do not sell at night. But what about nocturnal animals? They do not <coughs> buy and sell as we humans do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any nocturnal animals running a stall here in the market. <laughs> The night monkey shift comes out. It's <laughs> 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 opening in the local economy. You found your niche. Yeah, nocturnal sales, man. We'll never do business with a monkey. Who do, who do you think it is, Druid Rule? <laughs> well, um, my guess will probably be the uh, the organization that hired us to be to get to get out here in the first place. It's probably the some middleman. Yes, from the fork. You know, Fenquin. Sometimes it's good to have inside thoughts. <laughs> yes. Thoughts on the inside of your brain that you don't say out loud mm. so that people don't learn about <coughs> all about us. Yes. You're having some inside thoughts right now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know it was possible to think outside. I should think on this. I'm deeply meditative now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's go <laughs> see the seven-foot seven pearl bog just kind of like scratching his chin. Huh. Uh, you make your way into, uh, into the uh, into the inn. It doesn't have a proper name, but again, it's, it looks like just ramshackle tables made out of barrels, scrap pieces of wood uh, put together. And look, you see a lot of, again, plated and chain mail people, like very Ugh. official kind of military armed looking people. They all, they all appear to be in like a good mood having jovial drinks. Uh, and you see um, off in the corner, kind of like a, a blue light being lit up by uh, kind of like casting light on top of the, uh, the canvas tent just drooping down. It's just uh, one guy sitting at a table, his arms splayed out on the, on the, the top of the chair. Um, he's got uh, red leather wrappings around, his headdress is off, he's got like this long kind of like greasy black hair. He's just sitting there like casually having a drink just looking around waiting for people he actually <coughs> notices you walk in and he kind of like waves his hand and like trying to motion for you guys to come over um mm. i guess we should oh, can i use perception to investigate his appearance sure so if i notice anything special 19 19 it is the same guy from port nanzaro who was <coughs> looking at you through the spy glasses oh the is he in red yep he was oh. in red. it's the red man we shot at on the dock oh oh, oh does oh he look gosh. angry no, he looks quite relaxed. How is he here? All day? <coughs> but he was, it, it, that was the colors of Jabal, correct? Uh, no. Okay. It was just like the color of the dude who was... Okay. He's wearing the exact same clothes, though. Oh. How is he here? I guess... Maybe he teleported. Teleport? I didn't even think about teleports! 
Would fun. that be an inside think or an outside think of teleports? Um, well, depends on <laughs> your components, I suppose. Mm. I don't know a lot about teleporting. Uh, I don't think so, anyway. So, <laughs> what, what, what do I know about teleporting? Uh, what you get in your arcana uh, check? Uh, so, your arcana check? Yeah. Uh, I actually got 16. 16. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, teleport. If someone has the, the sigil or the runes of a place to teleport to, and if there's a teleport circle here, easily can teleport here, no problem. Oh, jeez. I, tele- I hope there's not a teleport between the two ports. Jabal could trace us almost immediately. Anyway, let's Remember what we were saying about inside thoughts and outside thoughts. Maybe we shouldn't talk sorry, about sorry, our friends from Nanzaru here. I agree. I agree. Okay, let's let's let's, let's try to keep it cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming I'm not here for this, right? You can I'm, be there. I'm if off you doing want. my own thing. You can you can be there if you want. Um, I'm gonna make my way to the inn, um, but I'm gonna do it stealthily. I'm gonna put up the cloak of Elven Klein. Mm-hmm. Uh, so perception checks to see me are at a disadvantage, and I get an advantage on hide. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to uh, sneak around <coughs> to a window and like look in from the outside. There, there are no windows. There are no windows. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a, a tent, basically. Yeah, it's like it's a tent. Tent. I'm going to sneak to the tent opening and peer inside. Okay, making a stealth check to not be seen. Cut a little hole. Uh, so <laughs> Dice ate me. Uh, <laughs> I got a four and a seven, so that's eleven on my stealth. Eleven stealth. You somehow turned into the doorman for the tent door. I got, like, I got some news for you. Some passive perceptions already beat that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you, you, you kind of open it up. In fact, anyone who has a, a passive perception higher than 11 yeah. can immediately see Duran. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Come join us, Duran. Oh, good. I was just checking to make sure that you guys were here. <laughs> oh, Duran's here? I turn around. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll stride into the room. My passive perception is 10. Duran, our friend from the dock... Has requested to speak to us, and he's in the booth over there. And I, I swivel and look at the guy. He's sitting in the booth. You, you guys are at the table. You, you got like about a bar's worth of distance between them. <laughs> but he, he clearly sees all of you. Yeah, he's, he's like, like he's he's talking. Like, yeah, he. Let's find out. <laughs> yes, yes. <he> can. <laughs> let's find out what he wants. I stride over with uh, an outstretched hand to shake his hand. Uh, he comes up and he shakes your hand as well, uh, and he's like. Oh, uh, please, everybody, uh, just just sit down. <laughs> yes. Tommy was so. I'll have to wait his long on that chair. Oh, hi, Durant. Tearing me apart, Alethra. I'll take a seat. Uh, that's actually good. Like, after we watched through, it was like, that's exactly who this guy has to be. <laughs> He's like, so I see you made it to Fort Balurian. Uh, yes, we, we we took a boat. How did you get to Fort Balurian? Oh, you know, we we just do a little thing called magic teleportation. We we have the Church of Severus. So when you're friend with wizards, <laughs> it's it makes it just that much faster. Can I roll the knowledge? See what I know about the Church of uh, Severus? Yeah, yeah. religion. Any, anyone, anyone? Eighteen. Eighteen. Um, this is a religion Ooh. check. Um. I'm not good at religion. Uh, 15. 15 is good. I do have religion. Okay. I hope the paladin has religion. <laughs> Only 8. Show. I only eight unfortunately not. Uh, so you, what you know is it's kind of like they're wizards who study the arcane, but Severus is the god of divination and fortune telling. Mm-hmm. So they kind of pay homage to him. It's kind of like religious wizards. And uh, Duran, you remember that's the, uh, the temple that was uh, inside the merchant villa, or the prince's merchant villa that you hid in the tower of? Oh, back in uh, Nianzaru? Yeah. All right. 
So essentially, it's uh, essentially wizards who believe in fortune telling, divination, mm. and they kind of pay homage to this god to help them out a little bit. So you will then, as a Severus, be able to tell us of our future, perhaps. Oh, I I am no wizard. I'm just but a humble employer of of my boss, Joe Ball. Mm. Oh, Joe Ball. Uh, yes. How how is he? He he is good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> it's you see. We had a very interesting situation. Uh, we, we believe you, uh, you've made some uh, incursions uh, into his villa. And we just wanted very messy, get off on the wrong foot, that we would like to kind of smooth things out, as it were. Uh, we have no idea what you're talking about. I rolled deception immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, 19. Uh, this is a 22. <laughs> okay. At level 2? Sure. Yeah, level 2, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, so we believe total misunderstanding that you uh, acquired some some items of, of Jobal while you were recovering your your map of, of Chult. And we feel terrible about everything. Mm. When Joe Ball discovered he had your map, he uh, he felt terrible. He did not know it had been stolen. And I'm sure he felt very bad. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's roll some insight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thirteen. Um, no. uh, I'm actually not very good at insight anymore. That's a sixteen. Sixteen. Nine. Ten. Yeah. Uh, he's like, as soon as he found out map was stolen, he wanted to return it right away, but just had trouble. Getting a hold of of everybody. He's very busy, man. Very busy. Meetings all day. Mm. I, um, I I find that very peculiar because I went to his gate uh, many times trying to talk to him, but I was told he was busy. That he's very busy, man. But he, if he wanted to see me and they knew my name, I uh, I feel I feel that's a very uh, bizarre position to take. Alethra, a little inconsistent, my friend. Alethra, <laughs> you first of all, some things in in in. In the Merchant Villa world, are very important to have to take precedence over smaller, minor things. And you know, he he knew to return the map. He just had to find time in his schedule to do it. Again, very busy man. A very busy man who has many qualified individuals, such as yourself, working for him, who could have easily returned the map to us at any time on well, his behalf. I'm... It's interesting to me that Joe Bell considers. Theft of private property and receiving stolen goods, a minor matter not worth his attention. Well, he see that he have the map, he knew he return it. Mm-hmm. But uh, he do, Joe Ball does believe that, you know, mistake was made in reclaiming some of, some of the property in that, uh, you know, he was a venturer, just like all of you. He had to go out in the jungle, make his fortune, and you you may have misacquired some some items. That his. makes me really feel like he gets us, guys. Maybe he's not such a bad guy after all. Mm. But he would just like to first formally apologize for acquiring your stolen map. Again, as soon as he found out it's stolen, he felt He terrible. placed it into somewhere safe and kept it there, I'm would sure. You, would you not want to keep stolen? Like, Something so important, safe that belonged to somebody else. He he tried to look out for the people. And so, how does he wish to make his apology? Well, he offers his formal apology and is glad the map has been reacquired. He wishes that you would have at least 
come to him and we, we tried, tried multiple times. He's a busy man. He's a very busy <laughs> But I find this a little insincere. I'm sorry to say. Well, <laughs> he sort of missed his chance. But he he would. We're very busy as well. We have an adventure to prepare for, so perhaps we can just skip to the point here. He he. Oh, very very well. <laughs> We, we, My giant he, friend has no patience. I'm sorry. It's 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 okay. It's okay. We're all we're all friends here. We're all good here. Um, oh, of course we're friends. If we weren't friends, I uh, hike a thumb over at Franklin. He'd be snapping people in half. You don't want to see him when he gets upset. It's not true. I would probably summon a beast who would rip them in half. Yeah, but that's actually seen... helping this time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a furball rip the arms off his opponents? Like, yes, yes, I have. It's freaky. Yes. It's also <laughs> enjoyable. But Joe jo Ball would very much like to uh, request the items you, you took by mistake from, from his own property. Uh, I believe uh, some gemstones, uh, a cloak, and a wand. Well, I mean, look, I'm going to level with you. We weren't all in on this thing. I mean, we knew about it, but we weren't part of it. Fenkin was the only one who did all the actual work. So go on, tell him what you found, Fenkin, when you, you know, I re found the map. Re reacquired our, our property. Anything else with the map? Uh. <laughs> you see Iku kind of like breathing deeply. He's like, did you guys steal from, from one of the merchant princes? <laughs> uh, everyone give me a wisdom save. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm sure 16. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to be. Oh, no. Ooh, 12. 12. Eight. 14. You all Eight. have to tell the truth, or you know that there's been a Zone of Truth cast, mm. uh, and that any questions you answer have to be answered truthfully. Uh, uh, can we see who is cast the Zone of Truth? It is Iku. It is uh, uh, we were The Merchant Trent first stole from us, and we recovered our property, and with it, some the compensation Prince, for our trouble... For having been lied to and stolen from. He, is he also under the zone of truth? or can He is out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. He, well, he, you know he's in the area from what you know right. of the zone of truth. You don't know if he succeeded to save or not. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Uh, and you seem to say... So we can't speak lies? If you, you have 16 to... 16 wasn't good enough to beat that? Or is not, it... Okay. Not good if we speak a lie, then where something bad happens? No, you just can't. You can't. Oh, we can't. can't. Oh, so, so if we're asked a question directly, you just... Be evasive. <laughs> I answered the question truthfully. You did, yeah. Uh, he says... Look, Jobal did not steal your map, and, and, and let's let's just say, you know what? Only let's... his his agent stole uh, the map. That is correct. I mean, let's not split hairs here. It's someone working for Jobal. He was in possession map. of our stolen map. That's he was, but when he found out, he felt terrible. He absolutely terrible. And about. feeling so terrible, he should be fine with us taking some recompense for the emotional harm that he caused us. Well, he did not cause it to you. I think we're going to hold him responsible. I think we're all kind of united in holding him responsible for the loss of our men. Well, let's let's say you can keep the jam stones as as payment or as a as a compensation. No, we can't do that actually. Uh, well, we, we we could keep the gem stones. No, we can't do that. Um, but he do ask that the wand and the cloak be returned. I'm not in possession of those items. He, you see, 
Uh, I don't think I'm. Uh, yeah, right. Right. I'm wearing the cloak. Right. Right. Yeah, he's wearing yeah. the cloak. Yeah. I'm not in possession of those items. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, who has the wand? And uh, no one has the wand. I think the wand is just being held by someone. It's not being used. I Somebody will... took the wand. Who has the wand? Yeah. I will roll one, a D4. one of us took the wand, and one it was two. not me. I okay. took the cloak. What was so, the? What did the wand do? It let you talk to fish. fish talk. Yeah. It was I a fish talking wand. I gave it to you because you were disappointed that it was just a fish talking wand. Oh, because I can speak to fish. Yeah. All right. Let's say I have it. Okay. Oh, okay, look, I'm just going to level with you. The wand you can absolutely have. Yeah. Um, you see him hold out his hand. <coughs> hand over the Mercy, wand. Mercy, hand, oh. hand over the wand. Oh, and take it off the belt. It's like, thank yeah. you. And then he looks right at you, and the cloak. Okay, the thing is, I really like this cloak. Like, I feel like <laughs> Telling the truth. it was made just for me. It fits me so perfectly, and it looks so good on me. I want to make some kind of deal. How That's can I work for things. you and do a favor, maybe, or a job for Joe Ball, see? or maybe some of the treasure I bring back? I'm sure we can work out something... Just please let me keep this for the duration of our jungle. It will keep me alive, and it will help me come back and be a good earner for Jobal. You see him kind of, like, scratches his chin. Yeah, maybe a persuasion check I on guess that. It, it, can't be, it can't be deception. No, it's, it's actually, he's actually open to that deal. Like, mm. uh, can I get oh, advantage on my persuasion you check? You don't need roll persuasion. Oh, okay, check. great. Like uh, get an extra D. <laughs> we have to do a, a job for him. Oh, this okay. is just me personally. I'm not, like, for the, speaking oh, yeah. for the group. Speaking for myself, I really like this cloak, and I'm willing to work for it. All right, how, how about we do that? Because Joe Ball, he, he like a good deal. He You know, he... He's a businessman. He makes his fortune in the jungle. Um, tell you what. You give us 24 hours with Matt. And you can keep the cloak. The map is not ours to make deal with. We've Wait, before we leave, this. we've already been burned once this way. I don't think we're going to be you, letting you it out keep of our cloak, possession. You keep cloak as, as, as barter. We have 24 hours with Matt. I think it's only fair we return the cloak and we go on away from this. It's so nice and it fits me so well. You didn't even have it 24 hours ago. I know and I already can't imagine living without it. It's so <laughs> nice. Good news is you won't have to imagine, just give it back. But the thing is, Iku puts her hand on your shoulder like, if you did steal it, you should. I didn't steal it. It was gifted to me by a good and loyal friend. In the friend. same way that Jobal did not steal our map, but it was gifted to him by oh, a good stole. Friend. You I see the guy in red just smile broadly. <laughs> Don't worry, Duran. We're going Is there anything other than the map I can offer you? It's a good map. <laughs> yeah, but we've been burned once bitten, twice shy. We're not even taking tell, that thing tell out you in, what, in we, the open. You keep you hold on to cloak. We take map for twenty four hours. In fact, well, how about we credit the time you already had with the map? The twenty four hours. That's right. You did actually have it already for a day. So why days. would you need it again? But you did not have cloak in that time. So it's not no. fair. Well, yes, it is. This would be the compensation. We're going. You had time with the map and no cloak, and now we have time with the cloak and no map. But we map. have no so deal it's... at this point. So let's just say you give us 24 hours with map. I promise to return map personally to this place in 24 hours. Aleph, no. it's, it's up to you. You're the map holder now. You're not some, don't surrender the map. You see, you could yeah. say, like, if you did steal, if you do have stolen items, you should return it. That's I, what I've said. Duran, we'll find you a nice new cloak. A better cloak! Dread, we're going... Come on, we're going into a into a jungle that will probably kill us. I mean... That's what I want to be able to stay concealed! <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. The... the you, see, you, know, you, see, you see the guy like, jungle will kill you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. The statistics show that at least one of us is going to go down and die. But I, you know, I, I, I think there's a good chance it won't be you. Not really, but... Not if I have this cloak! 
But is there any way we can give you the map after we've made this suicidal run into the jungle? Well, let's see. We're at suicidal. <laughs> you, you know, you may not come back. We take chance now with map. And again, everyone telling truth here. <laughs> uh, can I roll insight on that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, <laughs> oh, god damn it. I got a 19. I really miss insight. <laughs> I got 7. 16. Uh, you get the feeling he is telling the truth. 19. At 19, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't we don't know, know if we passed or not. We don't know. I mean, I believe him, which is yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, we we do have another concern about this map, other than you know just surrendering it out of our possession, which has not worked out well in the past. And we're a little worried that if the map is copied in any way, it may you know magically self destruct. Uh, so that's why we're kind of loath to part with it. Well, so I, it ends up being no good to anyone. We also cannot barter with it as it's not our property. We have no rights to make deals regarding the map, as we've said previously many times. I do have I, I do have wizard friends who can magically look at the map. We do not have abilities to make deals. It's just not in our possession. That's that he's like <laughs> okay, okay. It's, possession it's is nine tenths of the law. We are its protectors but not its owners. Then then you should return cloak then. Yes. I agree. We'll get you a nice new cloak, Duran. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you safe in the jungle. I won't leave you behind. Ever. Uh, Iku puts her hand on your shoulder and, like, and she says, I will keep you safe as well. You should do the right thing. She, also, she did this truth thing and it's pretty spectacular. Slowly take off the cloak. <laughs> Hang it out at like arm's length and I look at it and I put it up against me and I drape it on my chest. And I'm like, as, as you notice, you notice there's like a small little brass tag on the on the back uh, collar that just says Joe Ball. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was even personalized with him. It would never have felt like yours. And also, there's one more item to return. So I return the uh, deposit slip for the... Um, I return the lockbox and the deposit slip. Oh, okay. Yes. This is the box... That they were contained it's in. It's like, see, we're, we're all friends here. We're all we're all allies. Very well. If it means not having to worry about the wrath of a merchant prince, I will give up the cloak. You see him take the cloak, fold it up quite nice. He's like, I wish you a good luck in the jungle. There is it's a, a dangerous out there. A message to convey to Jobal as well, that taking our property will not go unnoticed. We are able to retrieve our property at will. He agree with you completely, my tough friend. Mm. <laughs> he uh, agree. He no take. He did not take your map. He did not take it. Can I roll he did not. insight? <laughs> he took it from someone. He took it from oh. someone. Uh, actually, I guess that will be no matter what. That is true because he did not go out into the jungle. So never mind. <laughs> or out into the crowd, rather. Okay, uh, that will be truth. But he is on notice, and as are we. Very well. Well, good luck in the jungle. It's dangerous out there. <laughs> Goodbye, cloak. <laughs> you see, you see, turn around like just pat you on the lip. Bye, Durand. Where can I buy one just like you? He's like, oh, probably Port Nianzaru. I'll probably have great, great cloak choices. You should come by sometime. Great economic opportunity. As you see him exit the tent, I'll give everyone inspiration. <laughs> My apologies for Tommy Wiseau for my terrible Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> he has no uh, soul, so it's fine. <laughs> also, according to Captain Marvel, is also an alien. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I an alien, right? Um, 
Well, I'm, I'm glad that we won't be killed instantly when we go into Port Nianzaro next time. I guess. But I do think he will definitely try to steal the map again. We really mm-hmm. gotta figure out if we can copy this thing safely or not. We can't. Maybe we having it examined by wizards isn't such a bad idea. We have to find the right wizards. This place... This place does seem pretty honest. It does feel like a piece of the Sword Coast uh, in this place of... Did you just put honest and Baldur's Gate in the but, same sentence? I mean, yes. <laughs> I think we also Sweet need to... summer child. <laughs> we need to consider that our purpose here is not entirely honest, for our masters are not entirely honest. Fengrim, I'm offended at the... Of course, we're working for gangsters! Yes. Under threat of death! Yes. This is hardly the adventure everyone thinks we're off on. I mean, only really you were dead. I was promised, like, a lot of really good books. Wait, what? Yeah, Mercy was prom- promised to have her criminal record expunged. Yeah. Hey, what was I? Was I promised something? You were promised you'd get an adventure in a, in a jungle. Oh, yeah. I wanted to go to the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> we're all like, Not a great negotiator. Great, okay. <laughs> great. So I'm, I'm the only one here under threat of death. Yeah, Honestly, we had very simple needs. Well, they're, they're going to settle your debts as well. Yeah. Mm. Out of character, Duran should be doing auto negotiations because we got really simple needs. <laughs> <laughs> Duran is, is at least going to work for the best deal. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that was. Wait, are we still on the truth though? Yep. Yeah, we're still on the truth here. Keep just checking. Last, last 10 minutes. Guys, I really want to get another cloak, just like that one. We'll, we'll, we'll find you a really nice cloak or something even better. I find oh, it weird. How could it be any better? I find it really weird that you you're, you care so much about this accessory. Did you see how good it looked on me? Honestly, it made it real easy to sneak around. Honestly, you looked a little small. I am small. Was, I mean, you look, the cloak was I'm like five foot six. Mm. Oh wow! Actually, uh, you're still taller than me. Leather is like five two. Yeah, but you're like three feet wide. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah, she, she's a little like a little Xena. Zena was relatively tall, wasn't she? No, it, Lucy Lawless is, a, tiny, oh, is like okay. a tiny little creature. Gabrielle oh, yeah, was even smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that okay. was the amazing part. The sidekick effect. Right, it was, yeah. It was a smaller Robin is, yeah. the bigger Batman looks. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, it's true. That's why you had to hire a ten-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you get swole? <laughs> um, well, segue. Um... <laughs> That's so, why Fenquin's so intimidating. Yeah. Because right. everyone else is tiny around him. I guess that means that we're no longer on a deadline, that in theory, uh, we don't have to get out of here immediately, because Joe Boss people already caught up with us. Yeah. There's not much here, though, to keep us occupied. Well, we did come to try to make some money. Shall we try to gather some ghouls tomorrow? I like it. Mm. Oh, uh, Fenquin, you did also see carved on the side of, of the uh, the inn, it said Kuapule was here. Ah, Kuapule was here. What what does that mean? Half uh, the things that come out of your mouth don't sound like words. Yeah, well, were, were you speaking to a uh, a fish there or something? No, no. Kuapule is a name of a druid who has inscribed his name several places that I have seen. She's like, oh, I know Kuapule. Ah, is he a good druid? Yes, he's very he's very kind. He's, he's very neutral. Uh, perhaps we should meet him. <laughs> yeah, she's like, he's actually right over there. Oh. What? <laughs> There he is. Where? Which uh, one? Scratching uh, his name in the side <laughs> of the building. You actually look over, and what you see is um, uh, a Chilton human mm. uh, with like a big, long bramble staff. He's got kind of like raggedy, tattered, tattered leather uh, clothes, kind of bald. See in the corner, and see on the table next to him is kind of like this little 
almost like if like a walking weed were possible. It's like it's just mm. a small plant sitting on the side of the table, kind of like has like, this big mug, both hands around uh, drinking. And she's like, there he is over there. Well, that's super weird. Does no one else think that's super weird? Wait, wait here, I will return. I'm going to walk over to talk to Kuapule. All right. Like, Kuapule, I am Penken. You see them both look up at you. Wait, which of you is Kuapule? You see the little weak guy wave his hand. Uh, <laughs> hello, Kuapule. I have seen your writings on walls in the city we were just in. Port Nanzara. Port Nanzara. Uh, you, seem to, you seem to a sign language that you've never seen before. Uh, and his, uh, the, the old man, or the older man sitting next to him is like, oh, he says he's, he is very pleased to meet you. Is he a beast? No, he's a plant. Oh, uh, so I can't speak to him in nope. my beast speech. I believe... Oh, but I, I do have speech of beast and leaf. Well, actually, you have, he dru- can... you have druidic. Yeah. All, uh-huh. all druids can speak druidic, can they not? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can speak druidic? It's like a secret druid language. It's mm. sort of, uh, he can only do it via sign language. Oh, yeah, Okay. So I don't really understand sign language. Doesn't doesn't have vocal cords. Sorry. So what did he say? Uh, he's, oh, he says he's, he's, he says he says he's very pleased to meet you. Oh. Uh, I am Kawasha. Hello, Kawasha. We are representatives of the Emerald Enclave up here. Ooh, what's the Emerald Enclave? You would know it. It's like it's essentially oh. it's like the Druids Guild oh. of, of Sword Coast. Excellent. It is good to meet friends here. Yes. Well, this is a this is a jungle in need of help. The the natural forces. Flourish in it every single day. It's, mm-hmm. The numbers grow hourly. And the human's presence seems to be. Sp- <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Siri? I don't know. Um, the human's presence is also spreading across the land. Well, the human's presence is, is helping fight, combat the undead in the jungle. You yeah. see, Kuapula just kind of like shakes his head and the hand hangs his head when they, when he, when they bring up the undead. Mm. I hope also to contribute into this. Fight the scourge of the undead. Well, we are hiring ourselves out as guides if you if you need one. Mm, we we are being guided by Iku. See, ah, you see him bow his head, and, and Kuapule also gives like a very formal formal mm. bow. He says, "You you are in good hands, and Iku is a very adept guide." That is good to know. We are. Do not let her age deceive you. She is quite hardy. Mm, I've been impressed by her magic so far. Yes, and she, by her respect for nature. She. It is one thing she is. She's a steward of the jungle, that is for sure. Mm. Do you have any helpful tips that you might provide to some travelers who are new here? Drink lots of water. Drink lots and lots of water. Mm. Uh, watch out for some of the plants. And you see Kuapule just kind of like shake his head with like a concerned look <laughs> on his face. Yes, I've encountered a man trap or something. A man, you said man, a trap? man trap and a triflower frond. So they say both very dangerous. And you see Kuapule kind of like extends his hands out and very root like his his hands turned like the what kind of like a teethy palm frond mm. and he's like and snaps it shut yes this was my experience <laughs> i was fortunate to encounter them in a safe location uh, so i may be warned of their coming their sweet smells will lead outside weaker mortals you see uh cool boy kind of like tap it tap his like where his, his nose would be on the on the side of his head <laughs> in fact you can see actually pictures of them right there oh. <laughs> Looks like Abe from Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I am Groot. Oh, I kind of want want Cool Pulley to be our guide. Uh, <laughs> Don't have guide envy. We have a very good guide. <laughs> Can't help it. Well, I thank you for your guidance, and perhaps our paths will cross again in the jungle. He says, "I hope, I hope we can combat the undead together." Mm, yes, it would be a pleasure to fight alongside of you, fellow stewards of nature. You actually, as you say that, you actually hear. 
just kind of echo out <coughs> over everything. You hear kind of like this giant gong sound, like a kind of like a clang, 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 and immediately the tension in the room rises as you see everyone stand up and look up. What is happening? I says, "Oh, that that is the warning bell. It looks like the undead hordes are raging out of the jungle right now." Does uh, this happen often enough? You need a warning system for it. That's why we have one. <laughs> Apparently, yes. Uh, uh, what do we do? I says, "Well." We go out the sally port and we repel them. Can we earn ghoul heads doing this right now? If there are ghouls in it present, then, then yes. Unsheaths <laughs> 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 both knives, like sharpens them against each other, gets a serious look in his face. Let's do this. Uh, as you say, Dread, that, where is Dunga? Perhaps you'll be of assistance in this battle. <gasps> can we bring our dinosaur outside? It's like, if, they could, if you can make it through the sally port. How I'll big, just how big is the I'll sally shout. Port? Uh, and beast noise. I will. Oh, the sally port is. Mm-hmm. I don't think you, if it's only ten feet wide, we're not yeah, getting him through. Can you please get through it? Don't no, squeeze. Uh, it's twenty feet wide. Oh, Sweet. There you go. All right. Uh, all right. I will go uh, gather up Dungar from where I left him. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. I'll drop the map, and we can have you guys. Yeah. Fight some undead. Do it. Oh man! Oh my God! Combat! Yeah, yeah. First time. <laughs> oh, we we have no, no, it's five hours. <laughs> We're like into our fourth session and we haven't done combat. Yet. <laughs> this is this is role playing, yo. This is role playing indeed. Thank you very much for that, Tom. Thank you for just Group B and their wild and crazy adventures. It seems to be either getting a bit into the smuggling run, and also, it turns out, getting their first combat of the ep- or of the uh, of the module. So it's going to be great to see how they're going to deal with the undead, how their guides deal with the undead. If we all remember, Group A did not have a great encounter with their first uh, combat in the jungle. And granted, this is, this is by, this is just outside the walls of the fort, but the guides are just as squishy as the, uh, as the player characters sometimes. So we'll see how everything goes down. It's going to be a great zombie fight. Uh, and again, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining in the great adventure of Tomb of Annihilation. Please let us know how we're doing, what you think of the adventure so far, your favorite moments, your favorite funny moments, your favorite NPC so far. Uh, yeah, that Tommy Wiseau impression. I think that's going to come back and bite me in the butt. However, yeah, keep plowing through with what you got. And I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the adventure. Again, you can find us on anything that plays a podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. You can find us on our own website, www.flamelizardstudio.com, where you can find some of our other wonderful podcasts. And of course, on Twitter, at Diecast Podcast, where we can all join along in the adventure together and see how everyone is dealing with the death curse. And one thing I do got to say is remember what the players and the characters are saying early on the episodes because karma has a weird weird funny way of just spinning around again it's really interesting to see what the players are saying and then how that just flows through to events that happen later on so really focus on on what group a and group b say because it makes a weird sense down the road i'm going to leave it at that let's get back to fighting some zombies in the jungle and see how the group b works as a team for the first time thank you so much for listening thank you so much for being part of the adventure we will see you next week with group a so yeah can i get up on the walls is there like a parapet or something yeah, to hide behind yeah there's actually a parapet we'll say we'll put it right because that's technically actually, maybe i'll be uh, yeah, not, I'll, 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 some other conditions
I am not geared up for combat right now. What? You're a giant. Look at my there spells. Oh. Ooh. So I'll cast Beast Bond, I guess. <coughs> let's see, let's see. One second, one second. Some weather changes came. Nope, you're good. Weather changes. Uh, so as the night falls and you hear the bell ringing, as you come out, you see the skies just open up with rain. Right yeah, yeah, I was right. There. <laughs> <laughs> heavy downpour comes in. Um, so do this heavy rain. All range attacks are just halved your distance. So if you have mm. like a 20-60, it mm. becomes a 10-30. Mm. Uh, and that's pretty much it. There's no fog. There's no nothing like that. Right. Uh, so as you guys come up to the sally port, you can see all, essentially it's like a, a, a hive or a, a wasp's nest has been kicked. As all the soldiers, anyone who can pick up a sword, immediately grabs a sword. And you actually, uh, a you'd actually admire this. It's, it's very orderly where all the merchants and non-combatant people run up to the to the Bailey building, mm -hmm. and everyone, everyone who, uh, <laughs> everyone who can fight. Uh, is running down towards one of the main gates. Uh, as it looks like people are picking up swords, bows, shields. Um, you actually notice that a couple of uh, knights come riding out on hadrosaurses, and it looks like they have nice. they have uh, Dionysus on like kind of like attack dogs in front of them, and they're like snarling and recording. Badass. Um, they're going out to the front gate, and you guys are heading out to the sally port, which is to the south. Uh, and as you come up there, you notice that the guards open up the gates a little bit for you to get uh, to get Dungar through. And you can see what appears to be about uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight zombies at the front. And if you all right. give me perception checks, made at disadvantage because of the heavy rain. Mm. Uh, nine. That's a big old four. Oh, wait, no, it's less than that. Uh, perception is Ooh, eight. Eight nine, nine, nine. Oh, Jesus. Three. Yep, you can't tell what's at the back. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I uh, yell to the guard. Uh, how do I get up to the top of the uh, the wall to help by shooting? Uh, you just see him point to, like, there's like a, like a uh, uh, what you call it, a cornerback stairwell. It's, it's it's easy enough to get up there. That's right. Uh, so the hills, those lined areas are the hills. Those are 15 feet. Uh, you uh, Because it's actually raining now, you will need an athletic check to climb up them. Right. Those are wooden... Uh, well, wait, where's the staircase you just told me about? Uh, we're just going to say it's there. Like, that's the top of the wall right there. Oh, this is on top of the wall yeah. right here. Okay. Because essentially it's like a, almost like a steep hill. This is the hill down? Yeah, this, uh, this section here oh, okay. is the hill down. Gotcha. All right. Uh, do you want... And, and, and sorry, and the, the, uh, the wooden uh, pokers. Uh, palisades. Palisades. Yeah. Uh, they cost you three squares of movement for every one square you go by. Uh, if you try to do them in your full movement, you have to give me a dexterity save or else you get impaled from the one side. Uh, and you want, you've got Dungar, uh, I've got Iku. Maybe we should roll initiative? Yep, I've just got all my cards ready. I guess we should get a, uh, a character up for Iku. Oh, oh man, wait. I have rolled so many ones today. <laughs> oh no. Eh, not bad. Oh, I'm I'm rolling for Dungar, I assume. Yeah, Dungar is in your. Whoa, Iku got a natural twenty on her dexterity. This is initiative. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, these Ooh, things six. are going. Initiative is just dexterity. Yeah, just yeah, just dexterity. Just your dex, unless you have anything to add to it, which I imagine you do not. All Oops. right, Alathra, what did you get? Thirteen. Ooh, you, what's your dexterity? Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. You're going before that. Here. You're more dexterous than I am. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Six. Six. Yeah. My stats are that. 18, 16, 
14, 16, 12, and 10. Holy oh, crap. Boom. Mercy. Uh, seven. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Durand. Durand is at three. <laughs> and oh, you're going last. Dungar is at ten. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'll, just say, I'll say this is better. Oh, this, this is a pretty good Iku, actually. Hmm. Where's Iku? Yeah, where do you want Iku uh, positioned? Sixty feet of me, so that I can. Uh, I'm gonna cast uh, my first. My first thing is gonna be to cast Divine Shield. Well, Wait, first of all, go before me. So. No one. Well, no one's uh, gone yet. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna tell Dungar. Wait for my me. I have a thing I'm gonna do. Dungar's acting on my initiative. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Okay. Well, not on my initiative. Dungar's acting on initiative. Too. I've got the card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Wait, Iku is going to uh, cast Bless on one two. I think Duran is going to be out of range. No! <laughs> so, yeah, so. Bless me! Uh, Alethra, Franklin, Mercy, and Dungar get Bless. What's Bless D4. for? D4, D4 to attack rolls and saving throws. Yeah. Oh. She's going to hold her. Or is she going to stay right there? Alethra, you are up. Oh, really, eh? Yep. Uh, to Mercy, she goes, um, uh, I've never done this before. Like, what? Like, like a. <laughs> Like a fight that didn't have a referee. What? Surprise! <laughs> I've never really done battle. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Okay. You know what? Just just pick a ghost and attack him. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'll go one, two, three, four, five. Wait, hold on. I think I can get six there. Yep. And as you come out, the rain feels ice cold to the bone. Like you can hear like the plinking of rain against armor, and like this, and the mud, the ground is starting to get progressively muddy as you. Are you actually, Alethra, you actually notice that the fort was designed like this on purpose because you see there's small little holes at the bottom of each of the walls, mm-hmm. and water's just flowing out and down the side. It looks oh. like this this place was built to drain out. Oh, well, good news. It's good. probably difficult terrain for them coming towards us. Uh, soon to be swamped. Uh, all right. So, uh, as a bonus action, I will try to shove the zombie in front of me. Okay. It's a strength uh, roll. It's contested versus either dexterity or strength. That is a four. Oh my god! It's a tie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's you blessed, right? Oh, it's a, you blessed. Uh, is it blessed? Uh, this is a this check. Is a check. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so I guess that's a. It's, it's, it's even as you come, you see Alethra kind of like catches her front foot in the mud a little bit like and then gives like a half-hearted shove into the zombie in front of her you're getting real resistance now not like competition resistance yeah (laughs) i like like, yeah so yeah she like nervously like trips and like bumps it with her shield and it stands still and it's like ah as you look (laughs) it actually looks like uh you can actually see like what appears to be a blue triangle tattooed on the forehead exile uh (laughs) she says aloud and then i'll do a regular full attack uh, so that is 14 plus, uh, it's 20 to hit. That's a super hit. Uh, so that's a D8. What, number five? Yeah, number five. Uh, ooh, uh, that's 11 damage. Ooh. 11 slashing damage. Whoa. You cut deep, and you actually bloody that zombie in one hit. As, oh. you go, as it comes into the side of it. You notice it's actually wearing, looks like really, it's not your current style, but really old adventuring gear. Oh. Oh, my <laughs> exiled adventurer. How interesting! Please don't kill me! <laughs> <laughs> and that's my go. <laughs> Alright, the ghouls at the back. Ghouls at the back go round and round. It's a ghoul! I think. Yeah, do you know it's a ghoul? I don't know. 
They look different than zombies, I guess. Only one can. Uh, it's gonna do do, do a dash. <coughs> oh yeah. Okay. So that one can't attack. Number two can. Though. Okay. And it's going to clutch you. Uh, for a fourteen. Uh, it's a miss. As nice. you see, this is a much more animated corpse. It's actually got like a long blue tongue and also has a blue triangle <coughs> tattooed on its forehead. Exiles. <laughs> so many exiles. <laughs> Dungar, the breaker of knees. All right, Dungar is going to lumber forward and um, engage uh, some of these guys. So that's uh, five, ten. Yeah, he's got enough. Uh, so he just rolls up to these zombies and he's going to tail smack uh, this one, number three. And don't forget, Dungar has Bless as well. <coughs> so that's right. I've got these dice for him. Alright, so that is six plus three plus is nine plus seven is sixteen. That's a hit. Alright, so that's four d six plus four bludgeoning damage. I rolled two ones on the first <laughs> two. <laughs> it's all the pale rolls catching up. <laughs> uh, so that's twelve. 12 damage, 12 damage. Yeah. number 3. And then it has to make a strength save, save or be knocked prone. Okay. As he bladders it with his mace-like tail. You have bloodied that zombie. Sweet. Uh, and it gets <coughs> a 13. That is a fail. Oof, DC so 14 strength save. Knocked <coughs> prone. It's now prone in the mud. Like, <coughs> uh, it will have a disadvantage against you to try and shoot it. Yep. Uh, <coughs> Mercy. Okay. You are up. Alright, so everybody's within 60 feet of me. I think so. Uh, Duran would not be because he's too high up. Oh. <coughs> Can I move closer to him, maybe? Uh, possibly. <coughs> you can move, like, there probably to get everybody. Yeah. Okay. So, initially move here. Yep. And uh, with with my bonus action, I'm going to turn on, uh, what is it called? Shield of Faith. Mm-hmm. It's a bonus action. So, basically, all creatures within 60 feet of me that I choose get plus two to AC. Ooh. Oh, really? That's a better spell than I thought it was. Shield of Faith, yeah. Plus you to bo- bo- uh, bonus to AC for the duration. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, Pela, like, or spell. Mercy. <laughs> uh, stroll, like, quickly runs out of, in front of the gate. Uh, surveys the area, sees the ghouls starting to approach. Uh, her her right forearm begins to glow and veins glowing veins start to flow through it. And then, uh, and then uh, everyone's kind of surrounded by, like, this magical aura. Give me the plus two, plus two bonus. I'm going to keep moving up. Okay. Right here. Uh, right behind Aethra. Uh, <coughs> um, uh, uh-huh. uh, and I'm going to do a basic, uh, just a basic... Uh, pole arm attack? Pole arm attack against this guy right Zombie here. Zombie number five. Is that the one you attacked? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I attacked him five. I got bad news for you, though. Uh, Sheila Faith is only one creature. Yeah, I thought it was only one. Yeah, that's why I like never did it as... as Oh, creature of my choice with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. So my you can still pick one. Uh, I'll, put, I'll choose a Lethra. Okay. <coughs> Twenty yeah. AC. Yeah. Ouch. You are the tank. So yeah. So then I I uh, put I, I attack uh, the the zombie or the ghoul right in front of him. Or All right. Her. Do it up. Uh oh. Plus my. Plus your bless. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nine versus AC. Nine is a hit. Oh my god. It's okay. impossible to miss zombies. Right. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> what is that? That's you see D6. the halberd comes slicing out. Halberd's a D12, isn't it? D10. D10? D10. D10. Oh, D10. I think so. Yeah, D10, you're right. Uh, okay. D10. Oh, 8 plus 5, which is 13. 13. Uh, 
Am I going to use my device? Uh, you see the halberd come in and chop halfway into the zombie. It looks uh-huh. like it wants to peel apart. You see the zombie grab onto your halberd and pull it out of its body, and it kind of just like still standing there, kind of like half lopping. Oh, T2 styles. I, uh, yeah, so. Mercy is, is like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little freaked out. He's like, oh, these ghouls, they're, they're, they're tough. <laughs> Uh, is, there any, is that it? Yeah, that's a bonus. In that okay, Finkwin. So range attacks are half. So if, I, if it's range 30, 120, then... It's You'd have to be within 15 feet for no disadvantage. 15, 60. Yeah. Otherwise it's disadvantage? Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, and I can't... Can I range attack through my friends? No. Yeah, oh, I can? Oh, okay, oh, yeah. great. So uh, I can move 30 feet. So that's six squares. One, two, three, four, five. You feel the, the mud begin to slosh under your feet. as it looks. Six. Okay, so I'll move up. <laughs> this line this here. straight line sweet yep and I will uh, cast as a bonus action uh, magic stone so I touch three pebbles from the ground yep. and imbue them with magic I can now make a ranged attack um, uh, on a hit uh, the target takes bludgeoning damage equal to 1d6 plus my spell casting ability modifier oh wow yeah mm. do it up so uh, my first sling I, can, I guess I just get one sling so I take one sling at this number five guy. Okay. Wait, are uh, you actually using a sling, or do like the pebbles just magically levitate and they fly? I can throw them, but I'm um, I'm using this sling. Yeah. So it's used. I believe that's a dexterity range attack. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So just in the, in the middle of this rainstorm, Duran, you just see like this seven foot furball go running into the mud. Scoop up a rock. Scoop up, scoop up some magical some rocks that just begin to glow and you put some in the so swings. I, it, when I do this, I do it as a ranged spell attack. So I use so my use spell, spell casting. casting. Yeah. Nice. Plus proficiency. So I roll that one. So your wisdom. D20 plus, plus five. I guess yeah. I, I could use this one. Should I use the real dice? I'll use real dice. Yeah. It's yeah. more fun. And you're blessed. Oh. Yeah. D4. Uh, D4 as well. And a D4. So that's a 10. 11. 11. That's a hit. Okay, great. And so that was with a D6. Which, which one are you attacking? Number, number, five. number five. Yeah, yeah same guy again. And I rolled D6 up. plus my spellcasting modifier, which is... Wisdom. Wisdom is... Uh, attack one is plus five, but no. Yeah, plus five. Okay. Plus five. Your wisdom modifier. Oh, sorry, plus three. So yeah. four damage. In total? Yeah. Uh, you see the stone... Hit right in the chest, and it just kind of embeds there as the zombie looks like it's still oh, just oh fine. Undead fortitude. Okay, mm. that was my bonus, my move, and my actions. We have to hit them hard enough that they fail their con save; otherwise, yeah. they stay up. Okay. That zombie's gonna stand up. Uh oh. That zombie's gonna come around. That zombie's gonna come around. Uh-oh. Precious, precious dinosaur. That zombie's gonna come around. Oh, uh, as soon as he gets to my range. Oh, I can use my, re- yep. use, yeah. use my reaction as soon as he gets to there. Yeah. Do use it. my reaction for a uh, uh, polearm master. So I'm going to try and hit him with a, an attack. You probably are. Uh, oh my god. You also get plus plus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, that's uh, 12. That's a hit. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to hit these guys no problem. Zombies have an AC of 8. Yeah. They're doing pretty good. He's got my critical one. This is basically. Uh, uh, let's see. That's seven slashing damage. Seven. I'm and he, uh, no, he gets to keep moving. Oh, okay, so he, he moves in. Yeah. Where is he moving to? Uh, there or there? Yeah, we'll put him, put him there. Yeah, it's Sentinel that. Uh-oh. That's yeah. the feat that'll make him stop when, mm-hmm. I, when I when I'm able to get that, and I've Ooh, used my yes. reaction. Yeah. So. Uh oh. 
We're getting us swarmed. And yeah, I don't like it. Two of those can't attack because they had to use their dash to get in. All right, so ghoul, or sorry, zombie number five is going to take an attack against Alethra mm-hmm. for an eight versus AC. <laughs> yeah, it uses the shield to knock back the attack. Yep. Uh, number seven, which I'll say is number one. I'm assuming all of these creatures have the uh, triangle, or no? No, not all oh, of them okay, have right. the, the more fresher ones do not look like they've got Oh, those fresh and dead. Number seven is going to attack Fenquin. For a crit. Oh. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh, ooh, that is 11 blunt damage. You got bit by a zombie, yo. Oh my god, that is scary. <laughs> it just like took a chunk out of your neck. Yeah, I'm almost dead. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Hawk. Uh, number three and number two are both going to attack Dungar. Uh, that is a 16 and a 14. A uh, hit and a miss. For four points of blunt damage as the zombie slams in your Dungar. Oh! Dungar barely felt that. Are you getting four <laughs> points of damage? It's like a tickle. Uh, who's that? Number two against Dungar is a 16. That's a hit. That is six points of blunt Ooh, damage. A little spicier. Boom, boom. Oh, and number three. No, number three already went. Uh, five went, and one went, and. Oh, there's an extra guy. Number three. Uh, Against um, Mercy for a nine. Miss. After all that, it is now Duran's. Yay! All right, Duran's going to move over here. Yep. Um, he's going to. Uh, I'm going. To... Yeah, they're all occupied with those guys. So I'm going to take hide as a bonus action first. Okay. I'm going to like hide behind this parapet here. Uh, you do get sneak attack damage against everybody. I know, but I want to have advantage so I could possibly. Right, right. Crit. You um, get advantage so... due to the rain. For hiding? Yeah. Great, because I rolled a four. Uh, and then I rolled a five. So nine is my stealth. Really? <laughs> Terrible. You don't beat their passive perception. Wow, okay, so I don't have advantage on this attack. <laughs> I'm going to fire uh, with my short bow. Who are you attacking? Uh, number two there. Number two. Finally, I got a 19, so that's plus four is 23. Ooh. That's so that's uh, a d6 plus my sneak attack damage. Uh, so that is... So low again. Uh, five. five. Five piercing damage total. Oh my god. That's gosh. with my sneak attack. Number two. Ouch. That was awful. Dude. Uh, any move left? Um, yeah, can I drop prone? Yeah, absolutely. Great. I drop prone. Boop. All right. Iku is up. Um, she is going to run up. One, two, three. Six, seven. She can't get in there. Oh, oh! But Fanquin took the hits. Right. Yeah, Fanquin looks pretty rough. Mm. <laughs> you notice that Iku can move pretty goddamn fast. Mm. Uh, she puts her hand on Fanquin. So you get healed for what is hers? It is. For 16 points. Or oh, 16 wow. hit points. Woo, more damage a, than you took. She does a cure wounds on you. Oh, thank and that's you. That's all she can do right now. Alethra. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's try knocking over this zombie one more time. So it's a, uh, it's a shove. Yep. Uh, so that is a 13. Oh, that's a 19. 
God dang it. <laughs> it's kind of like this, it's kind of hard to knock over. It's kind of like half floppy. Like it's just yeah. barely holding on. Uh, and let's uh, let's attack it one more time. Yeah. Let's see if I can get it off its uh, board suit here. Oh, so close to a 20, but not quite. Uh, it's uh, it's 20 something. Yeah. It's yeah. a huge roll. Um, Finish the job. Yeah, let's see what we can do here. do a lot of damage. Six. Six slashing. Six. Uh, yeah, you try and hack off, and you actually notice you hack off the floppy bit that has the arm. Mm-hmm. It still has one arm attached, but it's still standing. Still up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, they can't be killed unless they fail that con save. Yikes. Uh, that is all I will do this turn. I got an idea for next turn. Uh, as you look around, you can see that uh, Undead is pretty much all around the palisades yeah. around. You can see like arrows raining down. You can see magic spells going off and people fighting yeah, along. Yeah, there's there. more Undead. There's just the ones we're concerned with. Yeah. Yeah. The two ghouls are going to go. One is going to attack Lethra. Oh, man. TPK in our first combat, mm-hmm. guys. That is a 22. Oh! Even more than my divine yeah, shield. <laughs> yeah, it'll hit. Or shield of faith. Four. I'll give you 20 AC, man. <laughs> that is eight points of slashing damage. Yikes. Give please. me a constitution save, please. Uh-oh. Oh, I got uh, a B on this, though, at least. B4. Uh, that Ten. is uh, 12. You are you resist the paralyze effect. Oh, oh that would have been bad. <laughs> and on Dunga, that ooh, that's another nineteen. Ouch. How's he doing? Slashing. He's only down by ten hit points and plus this. How much does he have? Fifty-eight. Oh, okay, that like is more than all of us put together. Uh, <laughs> seven points of slashing. Seven. And I'll need a Constitution save from Dunga as well. Oh no! I have a feeling his. Uh, it should be huge. It's plus two. Oh, it's only fifteen. He got uh, 18 total. He saves against the paralysis effect. Paralysis Crazy. effect. All right, it's actually Dungar's turn now. All right, Dungar uh, is going to lash out at that uh, that ghoul that just hit him. Number four. So I guess it's that one? Yep. All right. Tail attack, uh, 17 plus 7 is 24 plus 2 is 26. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. All right. Hit and a half. Uh, much better. That's 7 plus... Four plus four, so fifteen bloody oh, damage. Oh, you have bloodied that ga- that ghoul in and one. And it has to make strength save. Uh, one second. Uh, that is boom. And DC, DC fourteen. That is a nine. Boosh gets knocked into the dirt. Boosh. As you see, that everyone just kind of ducks as this giant mace tail comes what? swinging around. You actually hear like a like a meaty crunch as it hits it in the chest. Yeah, break those knees a little lower, Dungar. Mercy. Um, okay. Is there a ghoul near me? Yes. See, this is the ghoul right here. Okay. There's also one on the ground by you. Yeah, as a, oh yeah, that one yeah. you get advantage on. Follow okay. Yeah. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna attack the one on the ground. I'm actually gonna switch grips and, and like, whale spear yep. from the top. Okay, so... Cat uh, may have gotta go hunt his ghoul. And advantage. <laughs> and advantage. And bless. Yeah. And bless. It's just like the old group. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that is... Let's see, 12 plus another 5 would be 17 versus AC. Yep. Um, I'm going to expend my last spell slot. 
and Divine Smite this bitch. Ooh. So that's an additional D8. 2d8. 2d8. 2d8 for the first level, plus the fact that he's undead, so that's another 1d8 on top of that. Ouch! Whoa. So that's 3d8. Plus, oh plus the d10 gosh. of your plus weapon? Plus the d10 of my weapon. There's no way this guy lives. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. did you... Did you, was that supposed to also happen on the previous zombie as well? No, no, no I, I I have to expend a spell uh, slot okay. explicitly to do that. Right. So, and this is my last spell slot. So. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so... Can't do that on Yeah, I, 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 I have to say it. Just a lot of so, Oh, not so great. Oh, there's an 8. Uh, 8, 10, 13, 14. Plus your uh, whatever. Plus your modifier. Plus, uh, yeah, plus another 5, so 19. You slice this ghoul right in twain. You actually actually do catch like a bit of the chin, kind of like give it kind of like a, a flowering effect Ooh. as you slay the ghoul. Yes! Gone. So I guess that's money. Ah. That's money. Yeah, keep, keep it <laughs> off to the side. That's yeah, my yeah, money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep them right here. Penguin. Ah. <laughs> uh, so if I change into a wild shape, do I. Um, do I roll for the hit points or just use the standard? You use the standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I transform into a boar. Oh, Oof. nice. A giant boar or just a boar? Should be a box. A medium sized boar? It should be a yeah, box. Yeah, yeah they'll, oh. they'll be. There's something close to a boar. There's like a wolf or a panther yeah, in there. That That'll guy. be a nice size. Sure. Okay. It's a cobalt. It's boarish. Boarish. It's a normal Transform into a boar. No, yeah. Kaboosh, you are now a boar. Okay, so. Um, Boring. That's a boar. Uh-huh. That's a bonus action. Boar. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yes. Uh, wild shape. If you're moon circle, it's a bonus action. I think. Oh. Uh, you, sh- you circle the shepherd. Use your action. So I turn into an action. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Moon druids are the one they like can just add the drop right. of a hat. Oh, wait. So maybe ship. before that, I could do something. Um, oh yeah. So before that, I'll do a thunder clap. As a bonus. Oh. Bonus. Yeah. That would hurt everyone else too. Um, but you have your um, that uh, thing you can drop that gives me advantage on strength saving throws and, uh, and temp. Hmm? That's an action too. Sorry, what's that? You have that bonus thing you can do. As, uh, I think the bonus as the shepherd of the circle or the shepherd uh, thingy, where you uh, add, throw down that spe- uh, spirit, the um, token spirit bond. Yeah, oh spirit yeah, bond. yeah. I think it's a bonus action for you. As a bonus action. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, yeah this will like, really help me out. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> As a bonus action, so I should do the bear one, probably, maybe. Yeah. The spirit grants you and your allies might and endurance. You and your allies are in the aura when the spirit appears. Each gain a temporary hit point equal to... Uh, oh, yeah. Temporary hit points equal to five plus your druid level. So seven plus temporary seven. hit points. Sweet. That's so good. And then advantage on strength checks and strength yes. saving throws. <laughs> do I have to expend a spell slot to use lay on hands? No, you just need no, it. It's an action. It. Or yeah, maybe so. I should do... Do you want that or do you want advantage on, on uh, attack attack? Uh, I want. I want the uh, personally. I want the hit points, and I want to be able to have a bench to knock them down, so I get advantage on my next hits. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. I will uh, cast it. I just have to choose a spot, right? Unoccupied yeah. space within sixty feet, and it creates a thirty foot aura. Yeah, right yeah. there is fine. Just put like a dice down or something like that. Sweet. Okay. So I get the effect too. Yeah. yeah. Yay! Um, Everyone will get it. So seven temporary hit seven points. Feet. So yeah. get seven yeah. temporary hit points, and you have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Sweet. How many temporary hit points? Seven. 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 As you see Fenkwin cast a spell, you see kind of like this small little black creature kind of like emerge from the mud. Oh, it's got no. a weird black and white mask of its very, like, very diminutive. Like, it's almost about the size of a pixie or a fairy. Yeah. As it opens up its arms, and you see like this green essence of magic come flowing out, kind of like this font, and like protecting all, uh, all Fenkwin's allies. And Fenkwin, you know... Spirit. Oh, actually, you know this. This isn't a, the bear spirit you're, you're used to seeing. Oh. This is something very different. As you see, Iku look. Uh, the boar goes. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> you see Iku call and say, "I told you the spirits would would be welcoming to you here." 
Oh. So I have some special extra special spirits. <laughs> Exciting. All okay, right. so uh, I think I just stay there. Yeah. yeah. And then the zombies get to go now. Yikes. Oh boy. Uh, the zombie number seven is going to attack Boar Fanquin. Uh, for a plus three is an eight versus AC. So you Misses. Eight. Uh, my DC as a boar. Yeah, you're using uh, your boar AC now. Is eleven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, four and five versus. Actually, four is going to go against oh, Mercy. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, oops, that's a thirteen. Yes. Five versus. Ricochets off the bar. Yeah, is a critical one. Uh, Sweet. Hits me for some reason. Yeah, and the <laughs> other two are the, going to you be got six, light for the aura. Six, three, and two there. Yeah, one here, one there, one there. Yeah. Uh, all around Dengar. They're, yeah, they're all around Dengar. So they're gonna have to take it because they're hungry. Uh, Good call on that. That is yeah, yeah, yeah. a natural twenty. Whoa! I'm really two excited for that. <laughs> and a thirteen. Hit, miss, miss. I really want to knock someone down. <laughs> Dengar just got critted. Dengar oh, no. takes. Uh, nine points of blunt damage. Good. That's all the zombies can do that Hopefully, turn. Yes. Actually, can heal up some gun Durand. Still above half, but it's taking a lot of damage. Mm. All right, uh, Durand is going to uh, pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'm going to try to hide first. Okay. Uh, can I get advantage since I'm prone and there's no way they can possibly see me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need it. Yeah, the, the rain... The rain, the rain would there be- we go. Uh, that's 21 on stealth. There you go. So now I have advantage on my attack roll. I pop up. I shoot at number two. Number two. Uh, there we go. 17 again. Plus four is 21. That's a hit. So sneak attack damage. Much better. So that's uh, nine plus two is 11 piercing. 11 is you see an air come right in the side of the head of the zombie. It looks like it's still up. Oh, I did what I could. Drop palm again. <laughs> <laughs> Iku is up. Uh, I think she... Oh, wait. No, no. She's up. Never mind. Never mind. Um, do you guys need anything urgent? No, she's going to walk over and you see her with her staff come up and she's going to uh, attack. She have multi-attack? Uh, she does not. As you see her come, she actually jumps, kind of like floats through the air, does a couple spins and then brings the, the head of her staff and cracks on the side of that zombie Ooh. for a 22. Oof. Actually, you see the you see the the head of the, the staff, kind of like a snake, opens up its mouth and expunges a gas right in the zombie's face, but looks like it has no effect on it. Mm, poison or something. Uh, that is for, ooh, 14 blunt damage. Cow. Ooh, on number seven here? On number seven. Uh, he's already taken damage, so he has to make a save. Uh, he's still up as it, oh, like, sh- it collapses the side of his head. Does, does it knock them prone or anything? Or it no, does not knock them prone. They're crazy. Oh, well, not the head. Sweet. We need the head to make money. All right. Uh, seeing that nasty ghoul was pretty nasty, I will try to shove that. So uh, Aleppo changes her foot position, uh, takes two steps forward, and tries to knock prone the uh, ghoul, having advantage this time. Oh, so good. Uh, that is 23. Ooh, that's a 19 on my bit. Yeah, all right. Ooh. Sweet. So not prone. Kaboosh. Uh, so you, not, you hear like a thump as it get, knock it in the mud. Getting in the rhythm. Uh, so let's take a uh, first attack. Uh, it's uh, 18 plus 6, so 24. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is eight points of slashing damage, and I'm gonna nice. action surge and do another attack. Nice. Uh, that is sixteen plus six to so twenty-two. Um, and 
Another eight. Nice, so 16. Boosh. You've bloodied that ghoul. Yeah, I was hoping to do more than that, but uh, <laughs> here we go. The ghoul is going to stand back up. Yeah, you would. And going to take a hit against Alephora. For, ooh, shit, that's a crit. Oh, yikes. That's critical roll dice. Lord Alephora. Oh, shoot. Well, it doesn't matter. I hit them both. I have less on that. Oh, yeah. Two, four, six. Plus doesn't add to uh, damage, though, does it? No. Uh, just attack rolls. Ten. Are you taking twelve points of slashing? <laughs> that would cut me in half. I need a DC Constitution save, please. Uh, that is thirteen plus two. That's fifteen. You're good. Fight off paralysis. Uh, There's twelve, so seven hit points. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, all right, and the other goal is going to attack Dengar because I think it's the only thing it can reach. The other goal's dead, isn't it? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. the ghoul is dead. Right. Let me cross that off. There's only one ghoul in a one mess of zombies. Uh, well, then it is Dungar's turn. All right. Dungar is going to uh, try to smash number three here. Yep. Spins around, whips his tail. I want to get bloodied before. All uh, right. And he has bless. So that's 21. That's a hit. All right. We got eight plus... Four plus four, so that's sixteen damage. Plus strength. That is including okay. strength. Sixteen, so that's twenty-one. Uh, that is a fail. You've collapsed that ghoul. Hey, zombie crunch or is the zombie? Sorry, dead, dead. dead. Okay. I guess we don't get money for the zombies, only the ghouls. Nope. No. Mercy. Okay, uh, so there's another ghoul right there. Yeah, that's yeah. the ghoul actually. Right there. That's the ghoul. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have evil eyebrows. Okay. So uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. My, Okay, I've used my... And layout hands would be an action, right? An action, correct. And how how are you for hit points? I got seven left. All right. And I, um, I, I mean, I can second win on my turn, but I have to yeah. get to my turn. Yeah. Okay, no, like, yeah, Mercy uh, sees that Alethra is is kind of taking some gashes. I'm bloody, wounds. yeah. So, uh, so I immediately just put my hand on her, and I'm going to empty out, yeah, all ten hit points Ooh, on, uh, on, on Alethra. So you hear me just kind of like seed with with the you know the power co- coursing through my arm to yours like ah okay Lethra we need you in this fight they've already you can see that they go down just hit them hard enough yeah that that big slash you took right across the chest the wounds begin to to seal up um, mercy thank you and my bonus I'm going to you still cast a spell too yeah I could oh but you Actually, know I'm out of spells yeah so that's yeah that's it I don't I don't have any no I don't need any uh, Finquin as Boar Finquin Boar Finquin uh, turns with his tusks and digs his tusk into the side of this uh, zombie okay it's plus three to heat hit away disembowel him oh. oh oh you never know you're still blessed thank goodness. They're not hard to oh, hit. Oh, five, six, seven, eight. That's a push. Yeah, that's exactly any low you would have missed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, so <laughs> I hit him for 1d6 plus 1 slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Three. <laughs> Three. It's not the same as being a half-orc barbarian. <laughs> no, no. Or was maybe not more about like manipulating the field of battle. And, like, <laughs> You're helping me out a lot right now, at least. Yeah. yeah. That zombie is going to retort. I must have did it so I could die once. Like Critical one from that zombie. Noise. Uh, one's going to attack Mercy. Yeah, have it yep. So if it takes less than seven damage that kills it, then it doesn't die. Oh, that sweet. is that's a good uh, 17 one. versus AC Mercy. Ah, uh, that's one over, yep. <coughs> Boom. Passing First hit. Okay. Four, three. Okay. Three blunt. 
Uh, oh, that's not even through my temporary hit points. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. One quarter. And yeah. that one is going to attack Alethra. Up to one quarter as well. A six. Number five can only attack Alethra. That is for a 19. Did I do that right? That's a miss. That's a miss. I, I still have... Uh, He's 20 now, yeah. Oh, I gotta, I gotta roll my... Um, is that concentration? My concentration. Oh, okay. Basic so you make a difference then. Yeah. So it's basic 10, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. I rolled a 19. Nice. Sweet. And the two Zombos versus Dungas. Trying to... Oh, one's a 20 and the other one's an 8. Hit and miss. Dungar takes three points. Uh, Borgar. Borgar? Borgar? No, 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 no. Dungar. Uh, Dungar. Dungar. Oh, Dungar. What am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking. You're thinking. <laughs> Durant, you are up. All right. Um, same deal. Let's try to finish off uh, number two here. So first I'm going to hide. Yep. As a bonus action, uh, I got 22. That's super high. Then I'm going to sneak attack. Shoot with my bow. Uh, that's 18 plus 4 is 22. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be... Oh, yeah, there we go. Finally some good sneak attack dice. That's 11 plus 2, 13 damage. Nice. 18 save, uh, which is a 7. Boom, that zombie dies. Woo! Yeah, the tide is turning. Thunk <laughs> arrow through the back of the eye socket. <laughs> Cross off another arrow, and I will drop prone again. Okay. Iku is going to continue to wail away on that zombie. Uh, oh, that is that is still, that's an 11, so it'll still hit. Again, you see the, the top of the staff just do a puff, this puff of gas in uh, the face of the scouts. Oh, oh, I didn't use my great weapon last year on my, on my device. You, you could, uh, I think you I had like ones or twos. I had a couple ones. You killed the thing oh, anyway, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so that is... Eight blunt damage, and oh no, it makes it save. As it, you see, she collapses the other side of the skull, and this thing is still trumbling forward. Man, hardy. Uh, but it, as you look at her, it looks like she is like riled up. Like you see, it's almost like Anna from from Overwatch. She had just like this wild smile across her face. She's yeah. fighting the undead. Wait, she it. Uh, sweet. Uh, let's try to knock prone the ghoul again. Uh, oh, oh bad dice. Uh, that's only eleven. Ooh, that's a 23. Yeah, well, not not prone. Uh, but I do get still a bless on this, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, my fucking god. A oh, critical one. Oh, I know. And I roll the max on the uh, the bless. But marp, marp, um, oh. And I will do nothing with oh, my I'm bonus. Oh, I'm sorry. Eh, happens. It's called learning experience, Elethra. Yeah. So Books yeah. are different from the battlefield. <laughs> But learning doesn't prepare you for real fighting. The ghoul dodges out of the way, looks back at you, looks like it's trying to rack in for another claw ah, attack. Ah, ah. Hey! Oh, that is a 7 versus AC. That's a wild mess. As we like, sw keep swinging at each other and dodging. Yeah, you know, this thing actually has some combat prowess. It's not like the, the zombies are just throwing each other. This thing actually has some skill and agility. Dungar. All right, Dungar is going to continue counterclockwise and attack zombie number 6. Do it up. Zombie 6 actually has been hit very little. Yeah, at all, actually. Oh, he's about to get smacked, hopefully. Uh, so that's 11. That's a hit. hit. Damage. We got 6 plus 7 is 13 plus 4 is 17. So, whoosh. Ouch. It's a hefty fucking tail hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. You've bloodied that zombie with that. Dungar's doing uh, quite the work today. <laughs> yeah. Mercy. Mercy. All right, Mercy uh, is just going to, again, go after the ghoul. Seeing that uh, Alethra and the ghoul is in a high-pitched fight, she's trying to pick her spots and, like, thrust with, the, with her halberd at, at, uh, at the ghoul. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to roll. Uh, 
So that's, uh, oh, that's not so great, but that should be enough still. Uh, 11 versus yep. AC. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. All right, so let's... Oh, against the ghoul? Actually, 11 is a miss. Oh, no! Okay, mm. so yeah. The so, ghoul uh, dodges out of the way. Yeah, thrusts and um, just managed to miss. Uh, I'm not going to use my bonus. Oh, nice. So uh, go right ahead. All right, Fanquin. Okay. Well, actually, you can use your bonus to, to hit yeah, the yeah. the button. Oh, right. Your, uh, right, 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 right. Uh, great, yeah, okay, so do that. Um, do it up. I just I have to still roll for the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah because less on it too. Um, nine plus another five, fourteen versus AC. That's a hit. Okay, cool, and that's a D four. Just a regular old yeah. D four. That's fine. A little love tap. A little love tap. I'm still. I'm thinking four max damage. Yeah, like that's your strength. Oh no! Uh, no actually, no, not no, on this one. Really? Not on the one. It's just a D four. Yeah, because it's like it's basically a second attack, right? Yeah. So yeah. you are Borkwin. There's suddenly a the Bork. As much as you've ever seen a pig have an idea, then you see the pig have an idea. So it goes this way, provoking an attack of opportunity from this guy. Yep. That is uh, 20 not natural. Uh, for six points of blunt, as you get hit by the zombie in the flanks. Borkun uh, loses six points. Doesn't care. Does he change out of boar form? or? Nope. Nope. Stays in boar form. Comes over here now, changes out of boar form. Pops into existence as a bonus action. Yep. Now regular old Fankun, and then class Thunderclap. Boom. Constitution so, uh, saves. Creates a burst of thunderous sound, which we heard 100 feet away. So Ooh, boom. boom. You actually like, channel out some mud and water. Every creature oh. within five feet of me must make a constitution saving throw. Ooh, so three On of a them. failed saving save, the creature takes 1d6 thunder damage. Okay, so zombie. Do I roll them each individually, or do I... I, I roll them. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's a pass. Number three is also a pass, and oh. number one is a natural one. Oh. So the one number one takes uh, takes the full damage. Do the other two take half damage still? Five damage. Five damage. I uh, know because it's a cantrip, I believe. It's a cantrip, yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good cantrip, though. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, at level five, it increases to 2d6 and 3d6. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. You hear, kaboom, as you see, as Duran from the top, you kind of see like this kind of like circle of, uh, of rain get dispersed Ooh. as it comes falling back in. Uh... You hear like the pattern of, of rain just come dropping. It. They, you have all their attention. They are going to turn to you. <laughs> oh, allow me to retort. You did the most damage to us. Me personally. In that one round. Oh. Or you, you've you've made a big noise. Yeah, it's true. You made a big noise. Uh, ooh, that is a twenty-two, a nineteen, and a nineteen. So they all hit. They Goodbye. All hit. Goodbye, cruel world. How many hit points do you have right now? Twenty two. Not That's so much longer. Twenty three. That's uh, 6, 11, 15 points of blunt damage. You do have your seven temporary though. Okay. So you're still up. Yeah. Still up. That's pretty good. Yeah. Durant. That was all of them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you heard a thunderclap go off, and all of a sudden, all the zombies turn towards. Uh, I, or, I peer around, uh, like over the edge of the parapet. Oh, it looks like the big guy pissed them off. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm going to uh, hide again. Watch yourself. <laughs> uh, that was only a 14 this time. Still hit. Um, for the hiding, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Stand up. Or oh, sorry, uh, if you switch into another animal, and you get an attack. That's uh, that is yeah. 20, not natural. Go for it. Okay, and. That is seven plus Trying. two, so nine get piercing damage. Like Fourteen. Which one did you attack again? Uh, no number flying, seven. No number seven. Yeah. Or like charge them with a hit a board. Fourteen. Makes the yeah, saber. See, the arrow comes in right between the eyes, and you see it pull the arrow out and throw it. Oh, to the I tried, guys. <laughs> Drop a snake. 
Iku is going to maneuver around to get next to Fenquin. And she's going to cast Cure Wounds on you again. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, that's a one and a two, though. Oh, no. So that you is... You damn it. All right, eight. Eight, eight points of healing. Eight points of healing for uh, for me. Yeah, from Iku. Alethra, you are up. All right, let's. How does does she feel about this this first infield experience? I think it's like it's like a rush of blood. It's just like in her ears, and she is like it's like adrenaline and panic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Her like her great studies are not really uh, hitting in, uh, but she's got advantage on this uh, shove against the ghoul. Uh, which is a 19 this time. Oop, that is a 14 from the ghoul. Sweet. Kaboosh. Back uh, into the budget. Go prone, ghoul. Go prone, ghoul. Uh, and it's advantage on this attack, uh, which is uh, 20 That's in total. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, that is once again 8 slashing damage. Ooh. This ghoul does not look good. And uh, that is all the things I will do. Cut deep into it. The ghoul is going to stand up, is actually going to use his action to disengage. Oh. And can you move it three squares, please? One, two, three, like that. Back. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like, unlike the zombies, this thing actually has a semblance of sentience. It looks like it's trying to run back into the jungle. It's like, it's about like a hundred feet to the next tree line. That's our payday getting away! <laughs> You're the one with a bow, Durand! <laughs> Durand, you are up. I just went. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, Dur- uh, uh. Dungar. Dungar is up. Sorry. Two right. DU names. Dungar is going to uh, smash number six. <laughs> Start running after the ghoul. No. no, no. He's got to take that. Can't thing. trample through them yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, three plus four plus seven is 14. That's a hit. That's four. Oh, yeah. Double six is 12 plus six. So that's 18 Holy plus four. Shit. 22 bludgeoning damage. Can't, can't even make that save. You crush. Smash. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> Really uh, then, yeah, you know what? He's gonna lumber around this one. So one, two, three, four, five to there. You might get away free. Mercy action, right? Yeah, he pivots around the zombie and gets adjacent to that ghoul. Uh, okay, so if I move, all three of those guys will take a hit at me. So you can disengage though. You could yeah, disengage, but that would be my action. Yeah, all three, yeah. and only have my bonus. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna stay where I am. Uh, I'm I'm gonna. Are any of these guys down, like close to being down or anything? They are all under bloodied. Under bloodied. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll just go for number number seven over here. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do a basic attack. Number seven. It actually had a couple of death blows and is shaking them all off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It said one hit point. You just okay. need to do enough to keep it down. Right. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't have advantage on this do I? No, it's three. All right. So oh yeah, seventeen twenty. Yeah, that's plus it. Plus another that's five. It. So uh, D10. So that's Ooh. six plus another five is eleven. So that's a sixteen. And I'm also going to do my, my bonus action. That's an eighteen on the save as you stink it in. Oh. Actually, it pulls the halberd out of itself. You see, it kind of like gets an inch out, just like schlop right. to the ground in the mud. Yeah, they just don't realize they're dead. Okay, so um, the bonus action for my pole arm. Uh, I'm going to try it again. Yeah. yeah, you may as well give it a shot. It might roll a one. Uh, oh wait, and bless right? Yeah. yeah. Did it? Uh, eight plus another five is thirteen. Yeah. That's so. a hit. Uh, D4. D4. Let's see. Come on, miss, buddy. Oh, God. One. What? one. <laughs> it needs a six. It's a six. It got a 19. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're nice. like, tap! And it's just like... Uh, 
Oh. He kind of like, taps with the guts and just kind of looks at it. <laughs> it's like the Urukai just pulls it, pulls the polearm closer, so it pulls itself closer. <laughs> Franklin, you are up and you are surrounded by zombies. Uh, so and Iku. Well, maybe I'll. Oh, who's Number there? No. Iku's there. Yeah, I'd hurt Iku too if I did my thunderclap again. You can switch out, move over one. You can try it. But you you would miss this one, but that doesn't really matter. Iku would probably take one. a d6 of damage, right? I think so. She might not like it, but... No, she probably wouldn't <laughs> like it. Uh, okay, then uh, I will... Hmm. Yeah, you can just switch over. You still get two of them. Yeah? Like, move over one. You get one opportunity attack. Though. I take an attack. Uh... I thought you could, like, you could shift no. over one. No, okay. that's, that's, that's fourth edition. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. He'd be moving out of the combat range. Of Shifting is not a thing. You gotta yeah. disengage. It's your whole action. Yeah. Mm. Unless you're a... Uh, Unless you're a rogue. Unless you're a rogue. rogue. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Well, Decision, then... Decisions. I guess I will... Iku hasn't taken any damage. I'll just do a thunderclap again. Okay. I look at Iku and I give her a nod like, you know what's coming. She brace looks herself. You, she looks at you and smiles and she kind of like puts her arms up and across like that. Yeah. And she'll she'll be fine. So what's the DC save? Uh, uh, thunderclap is DC uh, constitution. It just says each creature must make a constitution save. Yeah, what's your DC though? Oh, I uh, so spellcasting save DC. Yeah. So that oh, save DC 13. 13? Iku oh. got a 26. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, and then the Zombiv 1 got a uh, 16. Uh, 13. And at the top is a 19. Oh. Uh, that's just a big waste of time. That was some hot rolls, though. Okay. That was it. Then. Oh, wait. Can I do anything as a bonus? You can move the, that thing, but I think. Or take. Uh, take yeah. um, uh, um, maybe I'll move it this way. Dodge. Keep yeah. it not so Take action. Dodge. You can't take dodge as a bonus action. It's gotta be it's only monks. Monks can do that, and it costs key to do. No, there didn't they say there was an, there's another. Th- oh no, dodge is a full action. Yeah, yeah, dodge is a full action. I moved it a little bit further. Does that, that does that reset down. every turn, or is it just like the first it's, time? It's one. Oh, it just stays lasts there. for one minute. But you can, well, you can move it on your turn if you want. Oh, it's just if the the temporary points reset every every turn. No, I think oh no, like a pulse. No, sadly not. You see, when the spirit appears, yeah, So you see the you see the little little black tiny. It's like the, the, the bright mask comes running out towards where Fanklin directs it. Mm. Uh, the zombies are going to re-attack on Fanklin after that big blasting thunder wave again. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Uh, that's a 7, a 15, and a 22. That's uh, one miss, two hits. Ouch, ouch. That is a 6. That is uh, 11 blunt damage. Ooh. Boom. Oof, you're looking low. Durand. Well, I'm just always looking low. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You see one ghoul looks like it's, it's running away. You see the back of it, definitely. I can't let that ghoul get away. It's too far away for me to take the shot. Disadvantage. Uh, if I hide, I can cancel out disadvantage. It's yeah. true. And if I spend inspiration, then I can regain advantage. It's true as well. All right, let's try that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide from it first. Okay. Different PP. Uh, that is uh, 15 on stealth. Uh, passive perception. Is a push. So I beat it? No, it sees you. Oh, okay. Oh. So I do, uh, I've got disadvantage right now. So I'll spend yeah. an inspiration just to cancel that out and do a normal attack. Yep. Because <clears throat> he's too far out of my range. Um, Due to the rain. Yeah, normally it'd be 80 feet, but it's 40 in the rain. All right, 16 plus 4 is 20. That's a hit. All right, sneak attack because he's next to Dungar. Uh, so that is 5 plus 2 is 7 damage. Boom. You see the arrow sink into the back of the skull as it just goes 
falling face first in mud and sliding forward. Make money, forward. money, make money, money, money. <laughs> Why don't you pick that up when we're done? Uh, Iku, what do you want her to do? Who needs this? Uh, I'm leading to the heel again. Use the heel if that's, if that's on the table. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last one she can do. She likes it. What happens when you go from you know, playing a barbarian to a you're still in the barbarian mill you yeah. like, want to get right in front of them and <laughs> she, just like, she looks at you and says this is the last out. one hits you up for 16 hit points worth of healing alright I'm back up to full yeah. back as up. a druid you should not be on the front lines Alethra <laughs> well I didn't have any of my spells ready I didn't think we'd be doing combat yeah. like, uh, alright let's see if we can knock down you number... never know when a zombie attack is going to happen let's see if we can knock down number one okay Number one is still it's still bloody, but still kind of uh, so it's uh the knockdown is a, a twenty four roll. Oh yeah, they can't even make that. Uh, and then we get advantage again. Uh, oh, crit! No! <laughs> so crit! You just kill it instantly. Sweet. Crit. Yeah, they don't get they don't get to roll if you crit them. First oh. oh, they just automatically die. Yeah, dead yeah, fourth dude yeah. doesn't uh, doesn't activate against crits. Uh, anything uh, else you'd like to do? Uh, do a little dance <laughs> as a bonus. So I picture you like, like, like sweeping their feet out from under them with your shield yeah. and then like smashing them. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, in, a, in a smooth motion. Do you uh, use a sword or a mace? Or a what? sword. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, long sword. It's like you perfectly perform that, that sequence from training. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, yeah. it works. She looks happy about that. That is like definitely yeah. a move she has practiced a lot. <laughs> Muscle memory finally paying off. Yeah. Dungar the breaker of knees. Alright, Dungar is going to uh, pivot around here I guess he can't get adjacent to the other one but uh, he spins around no. and then he's gonna smash number five with his big massive tail uh, yeah I will the 19 plus bless That's, oh, yeah. yeah millions billions he's died a couple of times but his under he's gonna stay dead off. this time eight plus six is 14 plus four is 18 damage 18? Yeah, that. maybe maybe <laughs> natural one Kaboom! yeah Dungar takes out his third zombie <laughs> You see, like this, wow, it just wow, kind of explodes into body parts as this big mace tail comes wrapping around. Like you. smashing down on top of it, it's crushing it into a pulp. Mercy, you are okay. showered in showered in zombie parts as like the, the force of Dungar's mm. blow comes swooping right. over you. That's my so, boy. Um, so yeah, I just seeing that the two uh, zombies left are focusing on Fenquin, uh, Mercy just grab grips her halberd a little bit harder, does a full on swing right right at neck level, yep. and tries to take out the one right in front of her. Do it up. Uh, so that's going to be. Oh yeah, um, roll. The roll is eighteen on its own. Yeah, so, you're good. Uh... Oh, no, I'm gonna reroll that. Great yeah. weapon master. <laughs> Only one. Yeah, good fighting style. Uh, oh, sadly, eight. Eight. So that is thirteen. And I'm gonna gets a sixteen. Ah. All right. As you see, you again go into the side. A couple of, like more organs come out, but it just right. it stands. Not enough still. gun. Got to hit right. it harder. So uh, the hoppers maybe kind of stuck there. So I kind of twist it violently. Yeah. To try and get like an extra hit going. So I'll, I'll do my. Uh, oh. Ooh. You might miss depending on the bus. Four. Oh no! Plus my five is nine. You hit <laughs> just barely. You just twist the halberd inside. And that's uh, two damage. Two damage. <laughs> so it's seven in total. 
That's a natural 19, unfortunately. <laughs> As you just see, it actually does, I'm going to say it's it's grappled, but it just moves closer to you to try and... Uh, and, like, Mercy's getting a little bit frustrated because she can't take down these zombies. You try to, like, push it away at the butt end, and the butt end just, like, goes through his shoulder, <laughs> so she, and yeah. it just walks towards you. <laughs> she gets her, she puts on her what-the-fuck face, and then kind of looks over at Durand. They I'm like, I'm high of him. You can't, you can't see, see Durand. Durand. <laughs> well, where'd he where, go? Where, <laughs> yeah, where Durand was, I'm like, where'd Durand go? <laughs> Fenquin. Oh, I could have used Hidden Step this whole time. Oh. Uh, Is it a teleport? Uh, hidden Step basically magically turns me invisible. Oh, yeah, that would have been Until next yeah. roll, and then I could have done my cool move I wanted to do. Oh, that would have been... That's a furblock trait. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll do it now. So, so boink, I Ooh. turn invisible. So they'll still roll. get attack of opportunity. Whoa, whoa. They do, but <laughs> they'll be a disadvantage. Disadvantage, though. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Uh... Until I attack, make a damage roll, or whatever. So I'm gonna, and I'm gonna move as far away as I can. One, two, three, four. Oh shit! That's a seventeen and a natural twenty. Really? Oh. Yep. With disadvantage? Oh, right. Disadvantage. disadvantage. Oh. Right, right. Uh, so Ooh. that twenty is now. It's another. It's another natural twenty. <laughs> Great dice. Dang. Mm. Uh, Egg-shaped dice. That's just as funny as you think it is. The Warhammer <laughs> dice, they're, meant to, they're always meant to roll high. No, they're the critical roll dice. Uh, that's actually a higher number. That's a natural 19, so that's still oh, a 17. And the other one was, was a 3, which means you'll get a 1. It's a 7. All right, so the crit. Should take a picture of that. Why were there 3? There shouldn't be 2. There's only 2 yeah. zombies left. Yeah. Oh, right. Gotta re-roll them all. Yep. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> the one that critted is actually dead. Uh, so you're taking uh, two, six, eight blunt damage. Oh, that's fine. Ooh. I don't care about that. Kaboosh. That's not a big deal. And then the other one is just two blunt damage. Oh, that's not all of it. I see. How? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you come out, you notice you that uh, EQ is tracking your movement perfectly. Ah, she can see me. I give her a wink. So that was your bonus action. I'm sensing a little now. romance blossom in bonus here. Action? Yeah, yeah, I believe. Oh, and then I turn in wild shape into uh, into an elk or uh, no, there's another one I want to do. A deep rothe, whatever what? that is. What is it? It's a medium. It's a medium beast. That's from Volo's guide. But if I move twenty feet straight towards the target and then attack it with a gore attack, it takes an extra two d six piercing damage. Oh, sweet. amazing! It's like, it's like a. Board. Can I use this one? It's yeah, yeah, Volo's yeah, yeah. guide. No, I just want to see because I never. I don't remember seeing it before. What's it called? A deep. Deep rothe. R o t g. Rothail snail. Hunter's You're just making up animals. Now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the good ones. <laughs> Where's our tin of I see a darkling, a deep scion. I don't see it. Oh, it says yeah, a Volo's Guide. Yeah, it says a Volo's Guide, yeah, on this little thingy here. Maybe it's just under Rothe Deep? Oh, yeah. yeah Rothe, yeah. comma, Deep. Yeah. <laughs> Very possible. It's just like, it took a lot of philosophy. I can also change it. I could, I could be an elk, which is a little more understandable. Oh, no, I just want to see what it looks like, because I don't uh, know what this thing is. PQ. I am doing a Google image search. Yes. <laughs> Famping for the audience. I don't, I don't see it. We'll look it up later, but I don't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so fuck it. Go for it. Oh, really? It's okay? No, that's okay. Maps Google. <laughs> Maybe I'll look it up in the Just, just do the attack, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, well no, I, I, that's the end of my turn. Yeah. I just turn into it. Okay, boom. Think I don't boom. know what it looks like. The two zombies who are left, one's going to try and attack Iku. Or actually, you know, they're both going to attack. You may have that wrong. All these pictures are of bed and breakfast. Oh, it's a, it's a kind of cow. It's a kind of cow. It's a cow? Yeah, it's like a fucking cow. 
Ow, beast. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, oh, uh, picture I rolled double nat 20s again on... What? Oh, statistically oh, improbable. I have dark vision of a range of 30 feet. Uh, Darth Rothay are stunted underdark variants of Rothay. They are mediumistic large. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yes, they're like a... like. Is there a picture? The comics. This is a picture of an Arakos, but like they're similar to this. It's like a muskox with the. It's like a bunch of underdark muskox. Yeah. Uh, you see, you see, Iku take twenty-two points of uh, of damage. You see, kind of like gets stumbled down, like stumbled down to one knee, and stands back up again. I would be beyond dead. Durand, you are up. All right. Uh, A couple zombies left. Let's continue with our hit and run tactics. Uh, sneaking against the zombies is a big old eleven. That's yes, you are sweet. Thank God they're so dumb. Um, and then attacking with advantage. Uh, ooh, eleven. Uh, that's a hit. And with sneak attack, that's six piercing. Six piercing on number with, seven. With sneak attack, wow. Yep, I rolled two twos. All right, uh, that's eleven. Like modifier. Yep, <laughs> that's a twelve on the on the undead fortitude. Yeah, I try. As it sinks into the hip again, as it just you'll be good at higher levels. Collect some of those arrows for me. I'm gonna need them back. Iku looks back at the zombie that hit her. She's gonna take a shot for a twenty-five. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. That is a twenty-one versus. Oh, sorry, no, uh, eighteen versus AC. On who? Or sorry, Iku attacking. Eighteen damage on the zombie. Ah. Oh wow. Uh, and the zombie fails as number was it number seven? seven? Yeah, goes down. Clear. That was all me. I want to kill one. That was all me. I got my I helped. Attack all lined up. It's all that's all she has left to do. A threat is your turn. There's one zombie left. Sweet. Let's see if uh, what she can sweep do. the leg, stab the head. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh it, not it, it, twenty. It's not twenty. So twenty six on the knocking over. Oh yeah, that she, knocks which it is down. Impossible. Oh, this is okay. No, this is advantage. Oh. Uh, the, the 20 was to knock him over. So oh, now he is yeah. knocked over. So bonus attack, she smashes yeah. with the shield first. That's <laughs> oh, <yeah>! <laughs> <laughs> That, and you just kill, describe the death of you driving oh. the sword in. Yeah, so after having swept down the other one, uh, she raises up, brings, uh, like, does a twirl around and brings her shield all the way, hitting it up high, so it knocks down over, and then continues the twirl bringing her uh, sword to the head and neck and decapitates the zombie. Shluk! In a twirl motion. uh, As you uh, look around, you notice that the zombie, the undead hordes have actually been pushed back quite a bit. In fact, you hear the familiar victory sound of knives being pulled out of sheaths and the decapitating of various ghouls and gas heads. Get our ghoul heads! Get our ghoul heads! Get our ghoul heads! (laughs) Yeah, these are good as money. I'm, I'm going to run around and see if I can claim the heads of any other ghouls that are lying around. I, it looks like the various guards and, and other people who have been out fighting have kind of stopped. What in the world could that look? There's more coming out of the forest. Like, these are our ghouls. Go kill your own goddamn ghouls. Oh. Sweet, but we got these ghouls, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, can we search the, the corpses of these zombies to see if they have anything useful? Yep, absolutely. Give me an investigation check. Uh, I'll use advantage on this. <laughs> Still got blessed. Still got blessed. Oh, goddammit. Disappointed Fenkin reappears. Uh, ten. Ten is my total. I was just about to kill them. Uh, from what you can see, these zombies look like they have tatters of old adventuring gear yeah. on the various ages, and a lot of the zombies do have either painted or tattooed the blue triangles. Yeah, I got twenty on investigation. 20. If that matters. All right, you find nine gold pieces on one of the, go- on one oh. of the zombies. Uh, yeah, I adventuring pouch that just never got detailed. Uh, I uh, looking a little bit surprised that I found gold. I just you know like. Sh- Hold it up close and like kind of clean off the mud mm-hmm. and let the rain kind of wash it and, and uh, you know clean it up. 
Um, can I recover as many arrows as I can? Yeah. Uh, I'll say, give me an investigation check because it's raining still. 17. 17, yep. You can recover six arrows. Sweet, I only shot five. Then you can recover five arrows. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the rule was you just get half back or something. That oh, means I found an extra arrow. Yeah. Yeah, free arrow. Yeah, that's true. That's true, too. <laughs> well, there are, yeah, there are there other arrow guards. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Now I have 21 arrows. <laughs> Uh, Eco goes goes around everybody to see if they're okay. She looks at uh, at Dungar and sees that he's taking some damage. Dungar, you did an amazing job. Uh, Duran runs up to him and uh, pets him on the snout and gives him some beef jerky. You notice that his tail is just covered in like the viscera of, of zombies. Good boy! Way to smash those ugly zombies, Dungar. <clears throat> Daddy's very proud of you. <clears throat> Have some jerky. <clears throat> Vegetarian doesn't eat jerky. I'll uh, use my second one. Everybody likes jerky. All right, I'll eat some jerky <laughs> in celebration. Uh, Iku like kind of like uh, goes around doing uh, medicine checks on everybody to see how they're doing. I am unscathed and fresh as a daisy. Yeah, uh, I assume those temporary hit points are gone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are long gone. Uh, well, after a minute, they'd be gone anyway. Um, Actually, Lothar, give me a medicine check as Iku comes up to you. Three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at that anymore. Yeah, you you look like you've uh, you've taken some hits. Iku yeah, is actually, well, I um I actually I second win, so I'm at max hit points. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, I, look, I actually feel like, wow, it's, uh, it's a lot different than in books. <laughs> Wait, have you never been in a real fight before? Well, I mean, it's real. I mean, there was just a referee before. <laughs> yeah, if there's a referee to break up the fight, that's not a real fight. I, 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 there's only then one, yes, this was my first fight. <laughs> there's only one true referee, Mother Nature. I suppose so. Yes. I hadn't thought of it like that. She certainly counts the losers. Oh yeah, I think we'll give me a nature check now. Oh, I'm good at those. I should hope so. I uh, sniff deeply of the air and I get 15. 15. You look down and you've heard people mention these before. Oh. The little spirit. Mm. What is this here? I lick the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You see them. They're known as Chewingas. They're little nature spirits native to Chult. They're a little tiny. Oh, the Chewingas. Yeah. That when you summoned your spirit totem, the Chewinga showed up instead. Oh. Welcome, Chewinga. You see it kind of you. you see it kind of bow, it runs up to you, um, looks in your hand, takes one of your magic pebbles, and then disappears. Oh. Wait, this is for you. A little flower blooms in my hand and I blow it away. <laughs> it's, it's already gone. Iku puts her hand on and says, Chewingas are always a good omen and a sign of good luck. Mmm. It is Nice to be supported by the spirits of this place. Yeah. I will thank them greatly with it's, my prayers. It seems the jungles are welcoming you here already. Mm. Yeah, that's not all that's welcoming him, is it, Iku? I, I don't understand what you're... Oh, yes, what are you talking about? Wink. I don't understand your what you're talking about. Your eye is twitching. What is, what is wrong with your <laughs> eye? Did you receive an injury to it in the fight? Durand uh, shakes his head, goes over and like taps Mercy. Don't you see the natural chemistry between them? <laughs> I assume that you must have been injured given your shooting. <laughs> They both talk like robots. They're perfect for each other. <laughs> Iko, I can't help but notice that most of these ghouls have the uh, the triangle of an exile written on their foreheads. She says, yes, well, that is... A lot of the undead share the same marks. There's, there's a very weird hierarchy of, of order that I noticed the ghoul was trying to run away, possibly to try and give a scouting report or info. I do, I do not know if any of the other ghouls that the others were fighting got away, but... This Didn't get away, thanks to yours truly. Well, the the dinosaur slew the, slew the ghoul. Uh, excuse me, my arrow felled that ghoul that was fleeing. 
How's Dungar? Dungar took care of like six zombies. Dungar is like Dungar is like just above half. Oh, I come over and I'm like, Dungar, you fought well. And I touch him and cast Cure Wounds. He says, thank you. So he gets 1d8 plus my spellcasting. 1d8 yeah, so plus... Yeah, yeah, uh, plus. Oh, do I roll it? Yeah. yeah you roll it. Oh. Does Dungar have hit dice? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, I, forgot, I forgot to put them down there for you. Probably what? D8? D8? Yes. Probably D8. So whatever your um, uh, wisdom modifier is. Oh, that's it? Yeah, Actually, sure. I forgot. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Seven. yeah, so it's seven hit points. Seven hit points? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's all I can do. All right, Dungar is at uh, 46 out of 68. I also must heal myself, so I cast it on myself too. Uh, he will have eight d twelve for his hit for his hit dice. Eight d twelve. Yep. Woo wee. So I recover oh, four. I'll do one more on myself too. You guys will also spend hit dice in theory. I don't think the we'd have to take a short rest then. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm pretty wiped out. I must say. Iku says I did. I have burned through a lot of my magic for the day. I think we should return to the fort. Yes. Sell our ghoul heads and sleep. Yeah. Let's see if they have any more too, though, guys. I mean, come on. We could probably get some more heads. Uh, Mercy, give me a medicine check. Okay. Uh, the ghoul to zombie ratio well. was not as lucrative as I was hoping. Uh, what is that? 11? I don't know. You yeah. tell me. Uh, that looks like a 15 to me. Okay. Uh, so 15. So 18, actually. 18. Oh, 18. Okay. Did the 18 just on the roll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you can tell by seeing the damage that Eco took, there's not a mark or a scrape or a scratch on her body. Uh, yeah, I, I actually kind of start start uh, um, um, uh, squinting and, and I say I say it out loud. Iku, how come there are no there are no wounds on you? She's like, oh, I guess you know I must be a fast healer. Mm. Your uh, reaction to my thunder wave was impressive. She said, thank you. It was, it was an impressive thunder wave. Well, I'm gonna roll that impressive, I guess. But <laughs> we all are trying. Hmm. Should I? This was our on? first fight as a team. It's very exciting. <laughs> I don't know, like, insight or something on you could see if she was lying. Or not. Roll it up. All right, so... Am I about traded insight? I am, yes. Okay. roll her deception. Do I oh, still no. have... <laughs> She's lying. Do I still have the bless? Uh, no, no that wouldn't okay. apply to skill rolls anyways. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, That's guidance. Well, insight? You believe her. Okay. She's just naturally good healer. She's, okay. She's If she's been guiding through the jungle this long and has very little gear on her, then, you know, maybe mm. she just... Just okay. picked up a thing or two. Okay. Okay. Is that a typical attack, Iku? She said, well, I don't come up to the fort very often. You'd have to ask the, the people who live here, but it's it's not uncommon to see, like, we are in some pretty heavy undead area. Mm. Now, how'd you like uh, Franklin's shape-shifting there, huh? Turned into a few different things. I bet you can too, huh? No, I, I, I actually can't. You can't do that? We're no. not, uh, not all druids can just turn into animals. It's kind of... I don't want to say racist. I thought that was your, like, your whole thing. It's classist. <laughs> yeah. It's prejudice. Classist. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're individual people with different magic, you know. It's not like we're all just the same. It's kind of an ignorant story. And you two should, you know what, have a sit down and talk about that with each other. Yes, I imagine there's much I can learn from you. She says, mm, I don't know if I could teach you a whole lot of, of what I know. I, I just meant, in, you know, in general. Well... I am tired. I think we should rest. You see uh, a couple of other parties are saying, like, to the hand in, to the bounty! As you uh, hear, kind of like as you head back into the Fort Bolero, you can see uh, tables being opened up, and you can see money bags being put on the tables with uh, with, uh, with, uh -oh. with security, as it looks like people are coming in to claim, to claim ghoul Remember bounties. your oath not to steal. Yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sure. 
might not get kicked out of here. I will not again recover what you have lost. We don't really want to make enemies of these people. And you see, you could say we shouldn't steal anyways. I, all I did was rub my hands together, guys. It's cold out here. <laughs> yes. And a bear licks its lips before it's about to eat. <laughs> it's true. I've seen bears do that. Uh, so yeah, I guess we get in line <laughs> Let's to go turn get in our money. You see various other like uh, guards and knights and money. small groups of adventurers, mm-hmm. all with like just like these canvas sacks full of like, and like there's a sword like, nope, that's a zombie, that's a zombie, that's a ghoul, that's a ghoul, that's a zombie, and you notice that there's two separate head piles <laughs> being sorted out <laughs> as you hear the clink of gold. And as you come up, you hand over your two. It's like, all right, that's a ghoul. Ooh, it's a triangle on on both of those. Uh, Are those worth more? No, no, oh. it's just interesting. And um, you get 40 gold pieces for... I will take that. Nope. Uh, oh, nope, no, nope, nope. I had the heads. I'm nope. the one handing them in. Uh, we, I, 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 we, we I got written right here. Two ghoul heads. We're splitting it. Eight gold each. So it is. Equal division. Oh, we, Echo doesn't get me. Does Echo get Echo me? actually goes, ahem. <laughs> oh, yeah, eight, eight so each, so yeah. now there's six each. And then we need to have four extra. Well, Durand, you can have the four extra. No, well, why would why you get the dinosaurs here? I, I will handle Dungar's share. So five of us divide divide forty by five. That's you know eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is eight. Five of us divide yeah, forty by five plus yeah, including equal. That's oh, five. Eight, oh right, I'm only doing math with five. Okay, eight each. <laughs> right. Yeah, eight each. Dungar doesn't get a share. <laughs> he doesn't care about money. All he wants is his next one. All right, I portion <laughs> out the gold to uh, each party member. That definitely helps my. And I uh, ask the uh, the sorter dude. I'm like. So, uh, I can't help but notice the zombie to ghoul ratio is pretty high. Is there any place where we could find, you know, where there's just more ghouls per, you know, undead? Just with like a deadpan look, he points out the door into the jungle. He says, yeah, in there. You'll find a lot worse than the ghouls in there. Are they worth money? Yes, if you can kill them. Ghasts, ghosts, ghouls. Wait, how do you turn into ghost? Yeah, that's a good question. You'd be surprised. I... <laughs> I don't know if we have the ability to to accept that, but there's there's a there's a lot more powerful undead out there. To maybe bring the ghost here and slaughter it in front of one of these men. <laughs> then it is. Okay, but ghost like that's you know. I was just honestly I was just going after G words that were the undead. Oh, okay, I see. Uh, we'll be back for more coin. Like, all right, that's well, congratulations on your kill. Pleasure doing business with you. All right, so the how do you want to spend the rest of the night? We can do some revelry. Uh, a lot of the, the, the drinking tent is in full effect right now. Mm. Uh, I want to go uh, play some cards with some drunken revelers. Okay. Um, where are we sleeping? You, you can sl- they There are like guest like tents that they can set up for you. Okay. It's literally just like a tent pole with like canvas over the top of it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go into the party. Like, so does does that happen often? Uh, you see, you actually see one of the, one of the locals like, oh, about every other night. It's not it's not uncommon. It's why we cut the tree line back so far. Oh my! Every other night. That seems exhausting. Yes, yes, it does. It mm. is a rough life out here. Why? Why, why do you stay? Because uh, I'm getting paid to be here. I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, and I'm making a lot of money. Oh well, I guess that's nice. <laughs> um, can I uh, use perception to see if that guy is carrying uh, any money bags or pouches on him right now? The guy that talked to yeah, you. that's talking to uh, yeah, while yeah. he's distracted by Oliver. Uh, Seventeen. Uh, for so yeah, he's definitely carrying money pouch on him. Oh no! I'm gonna try to lift one off of him. <laughs> Give me a slide ahead. Let me find the appropriate card here. Oh my gosh! 
It's gonna okay. be trouble, guys. Let's see if I uh, notice him doing it with my passive perception. Well, yeah. that depends on how good a roll I get. Which is uh, that is uh, 13 plus 6 is 19. Oh, yeah, nice. oh yeah, you definitely lift it off him and you lift. Oh god. oh god. You lift 40 gold off of him. Oh, oh, I will quietly pocket that. Oh and uh, then I'll make my way to the bar and look around for anyone who looks like the type that would like to play cards. Uh, there's actually, you see, no one's actually gambling. Oh, that's a bad sign. Um, I'll nudge like the guy nearest me at the bar. I'll be like, hey, so uh, are like games of chance just like outlawed here? <laughs> yes. What about even for like matchsticks or something? You know, the, like no, no actual money. No, no vices are allowed inside. Oh, man, that's boring. Yeah, but you know, what do you guys the, do for fun? The drinks are free. The food free is, drinks. The food is free. But no vices, just free booze all the time. Yeah, I feel like that's like a weird recipe. <laughs> you guys have any like, drinking like... contests ever? Like just for fun to see who can hold like the most booze? Yeah, but you're not allowed to bet on it though. Well, obviously, it wouldn't be any betting. I just want to know who has the strongest liver around here. Uh, you look around and you say, actually, it would be uh, uh, the Castellan. Um, what's her name? Right there. Uh, Gruda, the lady who met you. Man, she is a vision, isn't she? I, I guess, if, if you're into that sort of thing. And the whole, like, shovel-faced, battle-scarred look? Oh, yeah. yeah she, doesn't, she doesn't drink <laughs> with us, though. She doesn't come down to drink. Oh, well, that's a shame. So who's the best enlisted man who can hold his, hold his booze? Uh, you just see, like, this big, burly half-orc sound like, I am! Awesome! And who's willing to take this guy on? Shot for shot! I like, I'm looking around. <laughs> I think it seems kind of quiet at that. Nobody. Wow, you can really drink a lot, huh? <laughs> It's what I do. I kill undead and I drink a lot because the booze is free. To free booze and killing the undead. And everyone like put up their glasses like, <laughs> I guess if it's free. <laughs> All right, I'm going to spend my time uh, encouraging uh, the guys I saw in line who turned in like a lot of heads. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to encourage them to like drink a lot and like celebrate their victory and their favor by the gods. And I just want to get them absolutely sloshing hammer. Give me a persuasion check made with an advantage. All right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hard to convince uh, 14. 14? Uh, yeah, they they round up like, let's drink to excess. Drinks, uh, drinks, drinks, drinks. Like, we're not on shift anymore, so let's go to town. Uh, as the town, the, someone brings out like a mandolin, you hear like a small bit of music playing as the the party begins to kick up into Wait, Freebird. What what is Freebird? <laughs> oh, it's a it's a song from Baldur's Gate. You wouldn't know it, I guess. I am from Baldur's Gate. You never heard Freebird? This is all Baldur's Gate here. <laughs> uh, what are what do the rest of the group want to do? Iku's actually looks like she's slamming back quite a few drinks as well. Um, hey, Fagwin, this is your chance. Get in there. <laughs> I do not understand what you mean. Just go talk to her about naturey stuff. Yes, I suppose I could do some research. Yeah, okay, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> Echo. It's like, yes, she knows she's about eight shots in. Ah. Congratulations on your drinking. It's like, oh, thank you. It, it really doesn't affect me all that much. Mm. This, our journey stands to be quite perilous. Mm-hmm. She says, you wish to go uh, down, down to, the, to a volcano and try and find the ruins of something? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know where we're going. <laughs> sure. We are sailing to a bay and then walking through the jungle to a place that I am sure Elethra will tell us about tomorrow. Yeah. A lot of faith in this group. <laughs> well, if, if I'm to be your guide, I probably should have 
some semblance of where we are going so I can take you the safest route possible. That is a great idea. And where are we going, Leather? Wait, should we not speak of this in private and not in the middle of this roaring party? I, I, would, I would have to agree that discretion is the better part of valor. I think these boys are getting pretty hammered. They're not really interested in what we have to say. I look around to see if anybody's like listening. And how did that work for us last time we had that thought? Yes. Badly. <laughs> it, it, it does look like a like a like a pretty, everyone's pretty, more concerned in their own drinks and survival than they are. Of a... Well, I, I don't mean to take you away from your drinks, but yeah, shall we have a private conversation to figure out our actions tomorrow before Duran gets shit house drunk? But why don't? Oh, we I'm do... not doing any drinking. <laughs> oh, why don't we have a meeting in the morning after we've rested? I I, I love the morning. <laughs> I like a morning meeting idea. You see, sunrise then. You see, you could take a shot. And... Hold it up and say, like, do the morning then. Downs it, no problem, and heads out into the rain. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tinkman, you blew it, man. That was your big chance. Do what? Oh, I'm just... <laughs> it's going to be really hard to ship the two of you if you're going to act like this. <laughs> well, I thought it'll be easy. We have already arranged a ship for tomorrow to sail us to our destination. No romance. <laughs> yes, no romance. That is correct. This is a mission of work. Am I the only one who sees it? I mean, like, I don't think I am. I, I don't really understand what... What do you see? I only see a bar full of people drinking. Franklin, Iku is into you. She digs you. She gets you on, like, a dirty, nature level that I would never want to go to, but I think you guys would be good together. There's nothing dirty about nature. Even the dirt in nature is cleaner than this horrific scar that man has created. Okay, and see, those are the kinds of things that you can say in front of her and she won't look at you like you're crazy. Because I'm not crazy. Everyone else is crazy. Sure, buddy. I actually do have to agree with Durant on this one. (laughs) Mm. Well, it's an interesting theory, but really it must be time for us to get to bed. We have a lot of work to do. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, you notice that uh, the tents are big enough for two people. They've just been put up for... Maybe you should go, you know, share a tent with her. I've... No, I don't think that's a good idea. Actually, make me a perception check. It's actually disadvantage in the rain. Perception is... Double threes, so eight. <laughs> yeah, you, you've completely lost track of Iku where she is. I don't know where she is, even if that were a good idea, which it is not. I believe I will have my own tent. You're pretty big. Yeah. yeah. My feet stick out the yeah, side feet of the stick tent. Out. <laughs> Someone's going to have soggy foot in the morning. Oh, gross. That's how you get, that's how you get a cold, man. That's how you get way worse. <laughs> I believe they call that fungus. Pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> has like shoved his feet into the tent for a while. <laughs> what just, just foot? C- curl up into a ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so who's, who's sharing the tent with Franklin? <laughs> not it. <laughs> yeah, also not it. <laughs> Sorry, Mercy. Mercy's touching your nose. Wait, I thought we were doing the nose thing. Oh. <laughs> you crawl in. You notice that Franklin's actually kind of also like large enough. He's actually kind of like. Spilling over onto the other mat in the uh, in the tent, he's like kind of like taking up three quarters of the tent. Uh, uh, Mercy just lets out an exasperated sigh and just try and tries to, you know, works on taking off her armor and getting ready for. There's bed. not much room to move around. <laughs> uh. All right, so yeah. morning comes, the sun rises, the mud begins to cake in the fort. Uh, Alethra, you can see that this fort designed exactly to drain water out of it as 
And there are no pools of water huh. sitting on the ground anywhere. In fact, mm-hmm. the the dirt inside the fort has actually been compacted down, so it just as best runs out to the side down down the gunnel channels and out the little the little ports. Um, as you wake up, the sun's coming up. You can just feel that that morning heat. Actually, let's just do the weather thing to make sure. Yeah, that's normal. That's normal. And there's no rain. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a beautiful day on the Caribbean. You can feel the wind coming off of the bay as you look down. You can see all the various uh, boats that are in port. Uh, you actually see um, the the uh, uh, where's the the brazen the brazen Pegasus actually is coming back into. Uh, into port, it looked like it did not spend the night in the port of Fort Bellurian. You do remember uh, Captain Swift saying that they don't like to port there to, to stay to stay in one spot too long. Right, uh, that would make sense. Um, I'm sorry, looking at the uh, the captain's name, which I believe is uh, Ortimae Swift. She's a known Swift. Right. Um. Well. I mean, we made a little bit of a bounty, but if we go to uh, our final destination now, we might be able to find even more ghouls on the way. Or do we yes. want to like, do some ghoul hunting now? Well, let us have a meeting and <coughs> discuss our plan. Uh, you see Iku show up. She looks fresh and daisy as, as the morning comes. She's like, oh, are we, are we on our way out now? Well, do you want to discuss uh, what the plan is before... Is that uh, any back to full health? Uh, yes, everyone's back up to full health. Nice worth of sleep. Uh, Not for me. I'm concerned. I'm concerned for my dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> the one that tanked that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, good work. Good work, Dungar. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's throw a little pet the dinosaur. Uh, on the way. Uh, well, it happily stomps its feet down at the, the thought of pads. Well, shall we? Shall we board the ship, or shall we have a meeting first to decide what our next move is? Mm. If we board the ship, that is our next move. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe... Well, I want to check out the market stalls to see if they have a helmet with deer horns. So, oh, right. I will do that first. <laughs> uh, yeah, the market stalls are all being set up. Uh, the yeah. canvases are being taken off, as you can see people begin to, to set up. Uh, they actually look more like Sword Coast merchants than they do like mm. Portney and Zaru merchants. Like mm. You see here. Waterdeep, Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter. Uh, ah, imported goods. I see. Well, is it morning? Is it appropriate to buy things now? He's like, yes, the sun has risen, so uh, the threat of a ghoul attack during a sales period is is over. Oh. I, I guess you now know why we don't sell at night. I see, because it's too good to be out hunting ghouls. Or it's too dangerous in case they get inside. That's true. That would be very dangerous. I would like to repeat my question from last night. Okay. Do you have a helmet with deer antlers? He holds up. It's almost like a almost, almost like a circlet. He holds up. It's not quite a helmet, but it'll go around your head. Yes. It's great. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? Yes. 25 gold pieces. Uh, I believe I have enough. <laughs> I will take it. All right. Uh, Durand and, and Lethra, you know he is getting gouged the shit this is out great. of him. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But you don't, of course, step in to say anything and help me out, no. <laughs> I like watching uh, you get swindled. <laughs> Look at this amazing circlet. I have deer horns now. Does it have any other benefits? Yes. Look at it. <laughs> oh, but Fenquin, isn't it terrible that someone killed that deer and took its horns just so that you, you could fool. display them for vanity? Deer shed their antlers naturally at the end of each mating season. 
Does not pain the deer at all. Oh, and I'm sure that's where those came from. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, see? (laughs) These fine men. These are beautiful. And they have the strength of deer. Why would you kill a deer? Yeah, exactly. That's right. I turn to the shopkeeper. I'm like, you just wander into the jungle and look around for antlers that have been naturally shed on the floor, right? These are not from the jungle. They're imported from other places where deer are common. They're like pine cones. Delicious, delicious pine cones. Yeah, you see? Yep. Um, well, I wouldn't want to, not just Durant, I wouldn't want to veal you in the wrong direction, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. It was a play on words. I didn't want to steer you in the wrong direction. Steer, but then why veal? Are you, that is not funny, sir. And I storm away. <laughs> uh, I cannot believe he would take talk so lightly about the death of a small infant cow. It was very funny, sir. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He just says, like, just just fair warning, everything's marked up here. Every, everything is important here. Good to know, good to know. Uh, anywhere where there's, uh, you know, maybe bargains to be had around here? You see him point down to the bay, you can see just, like, you can see the, the giant city of Portney and Zari, like, off in the distance. So that's, that's probably the best place we find the best prices. Yeah, back there. Okay, we're kind of not headed in that direction. We're kind of headed away from there at the moment. Then this is your last stop, then. All right, well, anything else we need before we uh, head out? Yeah, I'm going to look for a bow, heavy or short. Yeah, you can easily find one. Long, or sorry, long or short, rather. You can, I guess it's also heavy. You can easily find that. Did we buy a bunch of water to bring with us as part of our supplies? Um, I have a water skin myself. Uh, we have food and ration. I thought we did, because didn't, didn't we, didn't we yeah, didn't we like calculate out how much weight like the water was going to way for like two months of exploring i just didn't mm. note it myself yeah i've got your you need for dunga everyone's gonna need two gallons of yeah. water a day in the jungle yeah i have uh i have that we wrote i have food water insect repel and 60 days of supplies yeah so I, I think i remember down. that now we we so uh, I, wrote, I got 60 i believe days. you guys also got rain catchers as well yeah, yeah, yeah. rain catchers I, 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 I bought a water catcher we yeah. have like right, a couple barrels right. strapped to Dur- to dungar he he's like our packing yeah right, so. and dungar needs 16 gallons of water a day Let's make sure he gets a drink here before we head out into the jungle. Yeah. Uh, so your longbow will cost you 150 gold out here. Damn, that is uh, a huge markup. That oh, is yeah. three times the price. Uh, well, do I get three times the trade-in value on my uh, hand crossbow? You do not. You get half the value. <laughs> oh. uh, well, I'm going to look... Uh, now, now you're starting to figure out why Baldur's Gate has people down here. <laughs> Well, see, like, this is a perfectly good hand crossbow, and it has been barely used. And I'm looking for a used, used longbow. Used is the key word there, madam. Oh, I haven't used. fired it uh, at all. Really? I didn't I didn't see you out there during the fight yesterday? Oh, I was using my sword. Oh, uh, well, we were all using a lot of weapons out there yesterday, ma'am. Like, I was mostly using these two weapons, though. Okay. <laughs> I was exclusively using those two weapons. Right, I'll, I'll take your word for it, so. Well, I mean. It's, it's still a used crossbow. Uh, it's a hand crossbow. Still, still a used one. <laughs> um, uh, I will look then for a short bow because I cannot afford that. Uh, short bow, short bow. That is. That'll be uh seventy five gold pieces for the short bow. And you'll you'll give me uh half for that. Half half of the seventy five for my hand crossbow. Yeah. Whoa, 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 Alethra, don't don't let this shyster just rip you off. Come on, I'll give you my short bow, you give me the hand crossbow. Really? Sure, why not? That'd be great. See? Everyone's happy. <laughs> you have like two different bows? 
I only have I only have a short bow. I have a rapier, a short bow, and a dagger. Oh, I guess it doesn't matter for you. Uh, but I have proficiency in uh, hand crossbows as a rogue, so right. It and matter. so it doesn't matter. And also, like you only get one attack anyway, so it's not like yep. Yeah, yeah. So reloads afterwards. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> let's. let's like, why am let's, I even here? Let's min max each what's other. The, <laughs> what's the damage on the crossbow? Uh, D D eight plus three. Uh, That's plus better four. than the short bow. I'll take that. Yeah, no, hand crossbow is a D six. Oh, I have a light crossbow. Sorry. Oh. Maybe. Uh, like, yeah, so I have a crossbow light. Sorry. Yeah, it's what, it's that's what came with. Yeah, oh, then maybe I don't have proficiency with that. Yeah. I have proficiency with simple weapons. Uh, simple. It's, a simple, it's a simple ranged weapon. Sim- is it simple melee or simple range? It's a simple range. For me, it just has simple weapons. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, uh, yeah you are range crossbow. Yeah. Cool. Crossbow yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, crossbow light is what I have written down. 8320 here. in case the range situation. Yeah. That's the same as uh, the Sherpo, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. What's Yeah, what's good for me, though, is I can do two attacks when I get extra attack uh, with the... Uh, Sharpo, even though it's less damage. Okay, so light crossbow, and it's 1d8? Yep. Yeah. Plus your dex. Dex? Yes, it should be. Yep. Okay, so. Plus... Back to two point where you use your strength for crossbow. 8320 again. <laughs> okay, cool. Five on that. Alright, uh, and, and it's, but they're both 80. Yeah, they're all. Okay, cool. They yeah. got the same range. Is there any uh, last minute shopping anyone wants to do? I've got my deer antlers now, so... Perfect. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Now my mini matches my mental image. As long as we've got uh, water. That that guy was really adamant that we'd bring enough water. Yeah, you see, you could say water is probably the most important thing in the jungle. It it rains just about every day that we can probably catch enough, but we're bringing... And she pats uh, Dengar on, on the side and says, um, right, we're bringing this beautiful animal with us. So. He's a thirsty boy, isn't he? Aren't you, Dengar? <laughs> stop, 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 stop. So how many gallons are in, like, a barrel of water? Uh, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> do some maths. Yeah, yeah do some uh, barrels of water. I think you have one barrel of water. But you've also got rain catchers. Yeah. And each rain catcher produces two gallons of water a day. Oh, okay. So so you get your basic minions out of that. Yeah, but we should have an extra rain catcher to fill the barrel of two gallons of water a day. Mm-hmm. You can absolutely do that. You can buy rain catchers here as well. Mm. We'll need a... We need well, we have, well, we have, we have two of them, for, right? Uh, Dunder. To get yeah. Dunder's water. Oh, yeah, we can get it. grab an extra water catcher, but uh, that would only give us one eighth of Dunder's requirement every day. If it's raining. If it's raining. <laughs> it does. It does. It does rain lightly every day, but not, not okay. enough to make a difference. Right. It's a very temperate. Uh, so no, it sounds like we can catch enough water for ourselves, but we need to bring water for him. Yeah, which uh, I have six. So I have, I have sixty days of water uh, already. Yeah, uh, water and, supplies. Whatever. And that's two whatever. gallons, so you've got 60 gallons of water worth of... So the two 60 gallons of water, that's it? Wait, oh, uh, you said it's two gallons it's a, a day so that's 120 per person? That's what we need? Yeah. yeah, so that's 120 gallons. And how much does Dungar drink? But Dungar drinks 116 a day. 116 a day? No, no, 16 a day. So eight times more than any one of us. Yeah. Right. So he's drinking twice as much as the rest of the party. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But you did see the benefit of having a dinosaur out in the field, though. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need uh, to have several barrels of water for him. And then we need to have rain catchers to fill the barrels. So we should have, like, yeah. ten rain catchers for him. Yeah, you can absolutely buy the rain catchers here. But they're going to be... Ex- Where are we going to set them up, though? 
like just camp at overnight. our camp. So, yeah, yeah. Because we're at the camp every night, basically. I yeah. thought they would just be like open on him as he's walking around. Is there like a? <laughs> I kind of like that too. We'll, we'll, we'll Jerry rig like a straw that, that catches all the water from all the water. Just like a beer helmet mouth. for a dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. Just just put it in there. Right? Dinosaur just, like, beer helmet. Yeah, dinosaur beer helmet. Like, I like the I like the idea of doing this. I I, I think <laughs> starts drawing up designs of like a, a, like a just the two barrels with like tubes yeah. coming down. Yeah, you just like all these designs like water flow question mark. He says, well, if we come across any rivers or lakes, we can easily fill up mm-hmm. with water. Yeah. Yeah. You just have at least two yeah. barrels of water for him, then. You, well, you already have days. one already. Yeah, so you just have one more barrel. Let's go find right. a barrel. Yeah, how much is a barrel cost? <laughs> a barrel, a barrel of Fort Bullion is going to cost you a gold. One gold? Yeah. Oh, it's expensive. I will buy this. <laughs> and the water catchers, if you want it, will be five gold a water catcher. No, we'll just, we already have water catchers. We'll just have to fill up. We'll just have to yeah. find rivers. And you see, you could say, I can also provide, I can summon some food water. and water oh, as, oh. as well. That is excellent. We will maybe have to rely on some of that sometimes, Iku. Yeah, she's like, well, that's why you hired me. I'm here to, I'm here to help. Excellent. Well, shall we board the the Captain Swift's Raisin uh, Pegasus, boat, the Raisin Pegasus, and head uh, to our first destination? She says, "All right, let's go." As you guys make your way to the uh, the open doors of Fort Bullerine, you do see uh, Grudus uh, House do- uh, House House do- uh, the the Castellan who greeted you when you first came in. She has her arms crossed and doesn't look too serious. She says, uh, so heading out onto, uh, into adventuring in the jungles of Chult? Yes, we uh, must continue with our mission. Great, you're not forgetting anything important now, are you, or anything like that? Uh, the, uh, the th- well, we have to do our charter. Have we done our charter yet? Uh, well, yeah, we, we, uh, well, our, our current path will send us far away, but uh, if you'd like to sign the charter now, we can do that. I would actually prefer that more than anything. Oh, do we need to do it? If we're not going, are we going to be in their land? Well, let's just play nice by the people who gave us the money and free boats. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're heading way over. They have everything everything east? East of, east of the Tiriaki River. Everything east? Yeah. So they, they, they consider that, that this whole half of the island is theirs? As far as they've told you, yes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, well, let's sign the charter anyway. Oh. Interesting. Um, sorry, I just realized that's uh, something. Never mind. Um, yeah, because so, they're just yeah. there. So how do they claim all this down here? Yeah, exactly. So how do you, how do you? <laughs> so everything east of the Tiriaki, everything. Yes. Even in the deep south, as far as we can reach. Yes. How far have you reached? Well, I'm not allowed to uh, discern that information to uh, non non logistics people. Well, I mean, if we're to sign this charter, uh, shouldn't we know where it extends to? What our limits are? Well, it's essentially if you come across any Fort Belurian uh, patrols, then you know you're in our territory. I see. But if we don't come across any patrols, then we know you're not in your territory. You see your nod. Right, I suppose there's nothing the, else to the do. Borders, the borders are food. They expand every day. And do <coughs> all adventurers uh, sign this? If you wish to have no problems out in the jungle. I see. The citizens of the Sword Coast, like, you wouldn't just attack. We're all citizens of the Sword Coast, aren't we, ladies and gentlemen? Well, the Charltons aren't. She isn't. Well, the <coughs> Charltons are walking on Baldur's Gate territory. Let us, uh... Whoa, step whoa, 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 whoa. Imagine Iku's eyes are on fire with yeah, that statement. Yeah. 
Let us take a moment to... You're getting, you're getting the reason why she does not like being here. Let us take a moment and confer privately over here, away out of earshot of you. As you walk away, you notice that uh, that Gruda is still just standing there, arms crossed, just kind of like chewing on, on something. Eku, can you advise us of this charter? What is... Is it... Must we sign it? She says, essentially, it's a strong arm practice. If you're out... From what I've heard is that if you're out in the jungle and you don't have the charter on you, they will rough you up and take everything you own. But how do they enforce the treasure taking? Can we not just... Well, the idea is that you have to come back to Fort Belurian. <coughs> and uh, and if we don't? And if they don't and they find out, then they send out a, a squad after And you. if they don't? You mean don't find out? Yes. You better hope they don't find out then. But they're they're quite good. They, they do... They are quite well versed in tra- traversing and surviving the jungle. Thank you. I want to say you are thinking like a professional already, and I like where this mm. is going. I do not I care to see man claim dominion over land that he does not own, that is property of Mother Nature. She says, well, it's, I believe it's Liara Porter's entrepreneurship. That's mm. So it is, it's, her, uh, it's her claiming of... Well, I think we should sign it for expediency. But we should not feel bound to laws that have no place in nature. <coughs> also, I feel like we should not... Uh... She's saying, and no one should lay claim to the jungles. The jungles are the, belong to themselves. Yes. Yes, they are beyond the reach of man's grasp. Uh, she, you, see, uh, you see, you could say, or woman's grasp. Yes, or woman's grasp. Yeah, Fenquin. I'm using man in the general term here. <laughs> um... I also do think that having allies in the jungle uh, could be beneficial. Yeah, it's, you never know what you're going to come across out there. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I, uh, I, I don't think we, we have enough uh, influence to go against what happens here, so we might as well just play along for the time being. Well, it's a, it's a game of chances. It, we don't have to sign one, but the odds of encountering a group out there could be great, could be small. Mm. But if we have one... They will not openly attack us. Does it cost any money? 50 gold pieces and half the treasure you find. Ouch. That's... Guys. That's why it's a strong arm tactic. Way too steep. Let's just take our chances and not sign this stupid piece of paper. Is it... Wait. We each have to give them 50 gold? It's just one per charter. One per charter. Yeah. And, like, the group counts as a, as a charter. And there. half of whatever treasure we find. Well, that part well, is a matter of enforcement. And also... But, well, only in the places that we find them, do we get, have to give them half? In theory, everything else that we find in places that they aren't, we get to keep full. Why don't we just not How do they know here? where we found a treasure? How do we know? We well, can't know these things. Say, like, well, if they're anything like me, they may have magical ways to find out if you're telling the truth or not. Oh, well, that would be problematic. <laughs> also, Again, I, I like where your mind is going. Also, I believe they also have some, some spellcasters who can divinate certain things. Hmm. Well, then we must pay out of the way, it seems. What do you think, Mercy? Uh, well, I, t- I don't... These strong arm tactics are always about, uh, are always about uh, keeping control of the little guy. I don't really like us uh, being victim to that. And you see, you could say, I don't, I don't like that they claim ownership of any part of this territory. Mm. She said, I'm feeling confident that if we do meet them we can repel any type of assault they do on us. How about we put it to a vote? Oh, I don't, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I'm with Iku on this one. Damn the man. What do you think, Penguin? Hmm. If we sign 
Mm, maybe we just dot sign and then take care of the uh, guards as required in the forest. Wait, you want to sign and then make no, ourselves into sign. fugitives? Don't sign. Don't sign and then just deal with it. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I have two, three don't signs versus well, I, I, I just don't like making anyone upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it's and you see, you could say it's the jungles of Chult. Regardless of what you do, someone's going to be upset somewhere. I say we take our chances. I guess. To our pirate ship, then. I can't <coughs> believe I'm here. <laughs> uh, as you walk up, you see uh, Grutus saw her arms crossed, and she says, so should I get the documents ready for everyone to sign? We are going to explore outside of your territory. <coughs> and we just keep walking yeah. towards the fireboat. <laughs> as you guys go walking down the hill away from the, uh, away from the palisade, as you look back up, you can see the silhouette <coughs> of Gruta. She, you see her lean over and talk to one of the guards standing post. And you see the guard kind of sprint and walk, runs back inside the, uh, back inside the fort. Well, we made ourselves some enemies now. Why do we only have enemies? <laughs> you see, you see, you could say, I'm not your enemy. I'm. Yes, Iku's our friend. So it's one in twenty-five million. <laughs> you, have, you have Dungar here as well as he as she passed the side of. Uh... Nature is not our enemy, though it will overrun and kill us eventually. It does not mean us ill. Oh well, that's not very comforting. <laughs> no. Super helpful. <laughs> right, let's get on this boat. <laughs> uh, you see Captain Swift waiting for you guys. I was like, so you guys have a fun night at the fort? Oh, yeah, there was a zombie attack uh, and some drinking, and, well, we probably can't come back here again. <laughs> oh, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, she points and does the finger gun point at, at Duran. It's like, everything go off okay? I wink back. Yeah, she. And it was satisfactory. She says in uh, Thieves' Cans, like, so the package got delivered? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, taken personally by a big, bloody orc looking half dude. You see Iku turning, like, what package? Did they say that in Thieves' Cans? Yes. The, the one you. The one you. Gave me the one that you put in uh, the title. No, Iku, our guy. Oh, okay. Wait, she speaks Thieves' Cans? She understands it. Nana, your business. It was a little side deal I had going on. Did you say that in common? No, this is all these scans. Oh, you, well, you hear Iku say, uh, okay. what package? As she looked at Oh, she says that in English. Yeah, or in, in common. common so yeah. In giant, I will say to him, like, what do you mean, what package? And you see... Because I speak giant, by the way. <laughs> you see, you can say that... Okay. <laughs> what is going on? Everyone's speaking different language. You see, you I, like, that's the only use, the only you understand. Oh, did I say druidic to... Uh... No, so you hear, you can say, like, apparently Duran delivered a package for, for the gnome. But she also understands giant. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm even well, more impressed. Well, Duran, I thought we agreed to... Actually, I guess we didn't agree to anything. Grand! <laughs> Look, I had the opportunity to get us free uh, uh, travel on this boat, waiving our travel fee. I did what had to be done. What package was this that was delivered? I don't even know. I just, I just literally delivered it. There was mm. nothing, nothing strange about it, or it wasn't nothing strange really? other than it was delivered secretly to the back door of an inn. Look, what? our captain here had a job that needed doing. I stepped up and did it. What's the dungeon? We should probably get out of here now, yeah, even faster than before. Are you saying, all right, so uh, where are we heading out to? We're going to sail west for a while. That's and in then a very broad back. direction. Yes. That's, which, 
Well, it's a diversion. Uh, as, as we discussed before, uh, we should be heading to uh, Isharu. But or first Ish- we will sail west to explore. I am speaking loudly so others will hear us. <laughs> Good job, Westward man. out of the territory of these fine people to explore other places. Say, all right, so you tell me where we're going, we're out in the open seas. Yes, Fair west, way. we're going west. <laughs> I said west loudly. Yeah, all right, let's let's load up the dinosaur. Let's get this show on the Come road. on, Dunga. He looks stop, like stop, he's, stop, a little stop, bit, stop. he's a little cautious about getting back on the boat. As you remember, the boat tilted and... Uh, it's okay, buddy. Just go slow, go slow. Is there a compass so I can make sure that we're headed west? Because it's very important we only go west. Yes, I, I, I think your subterfuge of telling people where we're going, we're, we're all... What subterfuge? We're going west to the setting sun. Wait. This is the way we go. Only west. Very, very convincing. All right, everybody on the ship. <laughs> you see the crew uh, actually try to do their best to lash down uh, Dungar. Again, he doesn't fit underneath the, uh, underneath the hull. Uh, as you begin to set out, you see Iku come up to Alathra and says, so where exactly are we heading? Like, I can I can only guide you if I know where we're going. Well, so, I guess it's time for a team beating. No. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so, I, to, uh, I'll go up to um, Captain Swift mm-hmm. uh, and say, well, as we said before, to the ruins of Ishau. Right? There's no R in that. Yeah, Ishau. Um, like, yeah, I can take you there. It's a it's a little bit of tricky sailing there. Our, our ship's actually built for it. It's kind of like a collapsed city. It's kind mm. of like sank into the bay. Used to be land, and then as all cities eventually sink into the ground and are returned to nature. Yes. Well, sure. Well, you're you're a weird one. Let me tell you that. Uh, yes. so yeah, I can I can definitely take you there. That's actually it's a it's a place we shelter sometimes because the other ships their 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 keels are too uh, too deep to go in sometimes. Ooh, that's good to know. And we have chosen our vessel appropriately. Thank you, Captain. No problem. So uh, maybe we go under deck in a a more like a bit more secretive location. Yep. Uh, well, it's, it's all like crew member up there. Actually. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just before we start, I'd like to say that I will be telling Dungar all of this information as he is part of our team. So please consider that. That does make sense. <laughs> so I'm planning, uh, so as discussed before, we're looking for uh, the ruins of. Uh, <laughs> um, you see, you see a lot of pull out like this jacket. Yeah, she's got, she's got like a, her notebooks. Hold on, where'd my actual notes go? You are very disorganized for someone who's leading this operation. Well, she just like has like, like all these books that she's brought with her and then the new ones that she's made. So, from my research, I believe that Rasnisi built his army uh, at the city of uh, Hisari, I believe that's the name. Mm-hmm. You see, Captain's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! We're going after like you, that. That's like a boogeyman tale. You realize that, right, Rasmussen? You see, wait, the cap. Why is the captain in our private meeting? Yeah, I was. I was I oh, sorry. Was, I, thought, I thought she was included. No, 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 no. no, no my sorry. apologies. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I was going down. So I told her to, to bring us to uh, sorry, which is like uh, in my. Re- uh, so yeah, so this is it. Theory, she's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I thought Iku's, she was. Yeah, Iku was there for sure, though. Yeah, uh, Iku was there. And. Exile, zombified. Where is it? I don't have it there. Um, 
in my research, I learned that Isari should be at the crown of the... Uh, no, let's back further. <laughs> you see a laughter just like flipping through her nose. Yeah, nope, not there, not there. Uh, this is, uh, it stands in the jungle at the foot of the crown of the western edge of Sky Lizard Mountain. And you see, it's like, oh, well, that's that should be easy enough to get to. Sky, the, the western edge of the Sky Lizard Mountain is, is a giant volcano. Yes, so that's why I thought we would land at Isaru, as it does not seem to be too far of a journey from there. How do you how do you know that? Well, Iku, I didn't want to... We, we've had some bad luck with this in the past, and it has to do with part of the situation with Jobal, but... We have a map of Chult. It's like, oh, that's that would be very... I'd hold on to that very, very carefully. Yes, that is... that. Uh, <laughs> That is what we learned also, uh, as Jobal stole the map from us. You see, you're not going to guess. That seems like something Jobal would do. Yes. And so that, that when we were in the city before, we were able to recover the map from him, but when we recovered the map from him, there were a few items that came along with it. Ah, uh, these would be the the, the, the cloak you, you turned over. Yes. They didn't ask me for my slippers. <laughs> so, that was a plus. I'm going to call that interest. Mm-hmm. Um, GM's note, I totally forgot about the slippers. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed quiet about it. Uh, if you want, I can give those back to you. No, no, if you think that's fair. No, um, I would have forgotten. That guy doesn't really have a high intelligence anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yes, in my research, I believe that he raised his undead army there. And so if there's any... And his talents with the undead were so great that I think there might be something there that would indicate to the to the death curse. That is, that is my initial hope. She says that's a that's a very good place. That sounds like a logical space to start. I can get you to the base of the volcano, and then we can plot out a course from there. Do you know what what what, what it would be called? The crown, the crown of the Western Edge. The crown. I think the crown is the volcano because it is it is an it is an active volcano still. So it mm. could be. It could be the top of... I don't imagine that there would be a city at, near the top of it. My guess no, is... It says, it says it stood at the foot. Yeah, so it's... It, I can I can get us to the, to the base of the volcano, and then it would just be merely exploring around the, the rim of the volcano, or the foot of the base of the volcano. All right, I guess we know what our first actions will be. Wow, sounds like a plan. All right, well, then we just have to get there, and uh, it should take about two to three days uh, to get us from, from the shore inland, but mm-hmm. it should be... Once we get there, it'll be exploring the, the jungle once more. Well, from what I've seen of what comes out of that jungle, I'm not completely looking forward to that, but it's nothing to be done now. Very well, then. Uh, I think we're ready, and just as she's about to finish her sentence, you hear from above deck, like, Sail ho! As you uh, go upside to top deck, and you can see uh, Captain Swift has a spyglass out, and she's like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. And out on the eastern side, like off to the east and far off, you can see kind of these black sails unfurl. And on the front of the main sail is just this gigantic boar's head on it. She's like, God damn pirates. (laughs) And we're going to call it there for the week. Woo! I thought you said you were faster than the pirates. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're ahead. They're ahead. Oh no. Sweet pirate adventures. Pirates. Mm-hmm. Pirate and sea adventures. All right, yeah. So you guys actually got into combat for the finally. Yeah. <laughs> See y'all in 2018. <laughs> <laughs>